And welcome back to Skeptic, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to be going over the insane buffs made to the VSS Val, along with a 15% overall recoil adjustment to all the guns. And then we're going to talk about the event, some other minor changes, and just our general gamer pondering. So, Giga, how's it been, man? What you been into? Been all right. It's been all right. I might talk about it a bit later, but I have to do... So I was like, what I've been up to recently is trying to... me, And this is where I've always described it as the chat as well. I'm not dead set on completing it. It's fine. I want to meander my way to Lightkeeper. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether we're even going to reach him, but I've never done his quest before. We've not really looked at it. So I'm like, okay, we'll complete the sort of the cross-section of things that you need to do so that you can... Yeah, get get at least onto his quest line, and then just like see what it is. I'll probably get bored trying to find COFDM radios for the very very first one. But even still, you know, it's it's something not not right. done it before, and I just kind of wanted to right, because I'm not doing capra. It's like okay, let's complete this particular subset of quests that we need to get there. So I've got like right up to the end. I have literally one quest to complete before I can go and start the Lightkeeper quest line, and it's Tarkov Shooter Part Seven, a quest that never ever causes me any problems whatsoever. <laughs> Obviously, given it's the only quest that I have left to do, I'm finding it incredibly difficult. Church, I spent two full streams on Targo Shooter Part 7, and I did not kill a single PMC from over 45 meters away. It was excruciating. It was like, you go to take the shot, and the guy moves at the last minute, just like playing badly. Like, it was just, honestly, it was, just, it was, a tra- it was an actual travesty. I'm not the best sniper at the best of times, but like, normally it's never this bad. Oh my god, it's, it's really bad. Like, I got, I got two out of five, just sort of incidentally, I don't even really remember how I got that. And can I get three more? Like, absolutely not. I managed to snag, like, after the terrible streams. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. I, meant, I had like I had to finish a daily on Interchange, um, and I was like, well, I may as well. I did two out of four on stream, so I'll just do the rest like offline. And uh, I'd had, I, I just ran in, like went up one of the towers with a VPO and got one of the others like off stream against some random unsuspecting dude over by the, you know, I was, I was up the, you got the big road on interchange and I was up the tower near that. And he was out by the sort of scav area and he's like running towards the ambulance and one of those like truck things. And he just had no idea. And I was just like, padoo, padoo, with APM <laughs> from, you know, literally from Jupiter this time for once at least. And um, he had no idea. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we did actually manage to randomly do one when I take like the crappiest gun and have the worst loadout of all time. And I'm just trying to get, you know, not a run through and leave out of like no backpack extract or something. I was like, oh, of course. So I have two more to do. Honestly, it's just, it's so bad. Now for the, for the viewers and listeners, if, if you wouldn't mind uh, r- reminding us of the details. I mean, me as a Tarkov veteran, you know, I know the details of that quest, like the back of my hand, but you know, for the audience, of course, could you just like remind them of the details, you know, of that what, quest? What, Tarkov Shooter Part 7? Yeah, what is the... What is... Shoot... 
shoot of yeah, Tuck of Shooter Part Seven isn't even the notorious one. Like loads because I I ambiguously calls the stream Tuck of Shooters. People are like, oh, you're doing Tuck of Shooter Eight, where you have to kill three PMCs on woods. I didn't think that you could do this on other maps. I thought it had to be woods. I'm like, I'm not doing Tuck of Shooter Eight. I don't have to kill three PMCs in one life on with it, mm-hmm. actually just in one raid on on woods. I'm doing the one before that, Tuck of Shooter Part Seven. You literally just have to kill five players mm-hmm. from over forty five meters away with a suppressor on a Volte. Okay. All you have to do over any raid on any map, however you like. Honestly, <laughs> I, I just ah, oh, it's it's it was it was really really painful. Yeah. Seriously, it was it's so painful. It's actually some of the most painful Tarkov that I've had since that slump I had. Maybe I even remember when that was like eight months ago or something. Remember, I had this like I had this period of two weeks where I just literally just couldn't survive. Briefly, yeah, I think I vaguely yeah. remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm still extracting, but like I either just get myself into some stupid situation i've killed i think i've killed three people under 45 meters <laughs> one of them was at 42 which is re- i really thought that was 45 and it wasn't i was like man i don't know whether it does it direct line of sight whether it does it you know x y and ignores the height because i was on shoreline and i was shooting down at gas station and it took me like five shots to kill this stupid guy and he was running along the beach and by the time he got there he ran the last three meters or something and it was within the it was within the 45 and didn't count. Another one was like the absolutely crack shot, which is amazing. It was on woods and it was uh, over by Scav House kind of area. There's the, the big sort of sniping rock, not the one that's like right next to it, like the stupid one that's like right next to the Scav House. It's the other one that's like all the way the other end of the big open field. It's like the road comes all the way up and there's the big, the big rock there. I was running from there across to like my special spot, basically towards the camp. And there was a guy and I just turned around and just go, and just take him out in one shot with the M700. I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> but again, it was like 25 meters or something, so it didn't count. So, yeah, I can kill, I can kill people close up, but it's just like trying to get the, that, that thing of like, and I, I'm too aggressive and I don't play Baltics enough and it's 80% of it is my own fault and 20% of it is a bit of bad luck. It's just, yeah, just the way it goes sometimes. Just the way it goes. Uh, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? You've still been playing Cycle? So playing the cycle, I think I've finally hit the point where I'm like, you know, this is, I'm like, what, three weeks in, in the cycle frontier, you know, with the, the latest season. And I'm just sort of assessing, you know, how I feel about the game, you know, cause it, it, it's my whole, my whole like, you know, reason of playing it in some ways is just to, uh, I don't know, see how it fares up. Against, you know, the Tarkov, and then, like, why is the game not uh, as popular as Tarkov? I mean, it's not, yeah. uh, it doesn't have numbers, presumably, like Tarkov, but it also doesn't have numbers like most other games. You know, a lot of these online games, there's so many actual dead online games where they have, like, concurrent player count of, like, 12 people, you know? <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. sad, unfortunately, because there's a lot of cool ones. Someone was talking about one the other day, but anyways... So I don't know the new map that they they unlocked the the in game map uh, Wednesday of this week. Okay, and it's actually really cool. Like aesthetically, I think you would really like it. There's like a essentially a mountain, an island, and there's a mountain isk oh. in the center, and there's like cliffs and descent. And if you fall down, you just like die in the abyss. But if you go into the mountain, into the cave system, then you like eventually make your way to like this alien structure that's been like mind into and then you go inside and it's all these like alien looking uh structures and tentacles and wires oh, that's and, neat. 
yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. And the big the big thing about it is there's a forge at the very bottom where you put items in and you put loot in and it upgrades those items and gives them like perks, like faster healing, you get yeah. But it's like and this is in raid, right? This is in, in the raid. In in the raid, yeah. It sounds yeah. really cool, but it's it's such a insanely risky thing to do because the map is like you know, there's just tons, there's like the hardest AIs are on there. Um, the map is incredibly dark. Like you have to bring a flashlight. People just like constantly rat you out, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's honestly worse than interchange because there's like actual like pitch black almost, um, in certain parts. It's so, I, I don't know. It's, it's and the game itself. Maybe I'll talk about it later, but it's just, it's kind of like, I feel like it's in a weird spot with like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it feels like progression kind of. It's kind of meaningless because, like, it. Anyways, I, maybe we'll talk about it later. But okay, I'm right, I'm essentially right. looking at it like, eh, this might be my point of exiting because mm. I'm kind of feeling like I'm not having as much fun as I was previously. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I guess you do get to that stage with a lot of these if you're not, you know, just wedded to it in the cycle. Well, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, to like game <laughs> loop cycles not engaging yeah. you anymore, or whatever. Yeah, right, right. That makes sense. So talk of land, mm -hmm. I guess we'll go through the updates that VSP will be making first because it's the, the easy thing. Um, so they've done some crafting, trading adjustments and attachment prices. The crafting stuff is probably the most impactful, I would say. I've actually got the list up in front of me here. So yeah, crafting and trading is probably the most important thing. So and they've and to their credit, they've gone and they've put yeah. all the stuff out on on the wiki and i think there was actually a, a post from logical being like yep it's all there there's nothing secret like everything they did is just right there which is cool and it looks nice you know they've done it in the nice style yeah again, so fair enough props to them and so i guess we'll just go through each one like the first one is 762bp mm -hmm. yeah the, notor the notorious 762bp it's been adjusted very slightly by making it a little bit more expensive by requiring 120 rounds of ps that almost feels more like rather than a balancing change almost just feels more like a oh this doesn't really make sense to not have a bullet like casing to put it in it's, it almost feels like some sort of weird realism thing that they've gone for like oh this is most of them require it you know some kind of like round but uh yeah you know, that, one, that one's missing so We'll put PS in there, just whatever. Like, PS is so cheap, it doesn't really make any difference. Mm -hmm. um, then we've got one that actually is kind of interesting. And this is interesting because of the changes that we'll talk about in a minute with the VSS and the, and the VAL. And this is for 9x39 BP. So this is the best ammo. Is, is it the best? It is the best, right? There's not, there's not such I mean, demand after it, is there? In terms of pin, yeah, it's the best. It's the highest yeah. pin you can get, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty sure that was the case. Because uh, like some of these things, I I often forget. It's like you know, with um with seven six two by thirty nine, for example, it's just like M I I M A I A P is just like it's. I haven't even seen it this wipe. You know what mm. I mean? It's it's like it's just meaningless. I always forget if there's like another one above it sometimes. But anyway, BP is the highest pen that you can get. It's sixty damage and fifty five pen, which makes it like an, a turbo nuts round, right? Like it's it's insane. It's it's like a it's like a baby BT. You know, it's like it's like seven six two B um seven six two by fifty four RB because that right. yeah, it does a lot more damage. It's that's seventy eight damage in fifty five pen. But it's the same pen, right? Fifty right. seventy eight pen. I'm talking thinking about breakpoints and things, seventy eight pen versus sixty pen. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, most of the time are the same. Because yeah. seventy eight pen won't one shot the thorax, neither will sixty, but sixty will two shot the thorax. 
um, as will 78. So it's kind of like, does it pen or doesn't it pen? And because they both have the same pen, they kind of have the same time to kill, even through class six. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so BP's like the, the super turbo round. So that one was like two military power filters and two gunpowders to make BP. They've changed this by adding 200 rounds of SP6, which is, that's, you know, not an in- insignificant cost. Like you can craft the SP6 um, really cheaply or buy it expensively from Prapor. Um, but now it makes 200 PAB9. It doesn't make BP anymore, it makes PAB9. Yeah, which um, it also requires a screwdriver and <laughs> set of files, master tools. You know, oh, the auxiliary uh, items. Yeah, the yes. auxiliary items. But what I really yes. wanted to say was um, <laughs> the the PAB9 has always been kind of a weird round for me because I never really understood what it's there for. Like, it almost feels like this, if I recall correctly, it doesn't have an accuracy bonus. It actually but, has an accuracy nerf. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, because it, it sits kind of, like, in between SP6 and SPP, if I'm not mistaken. It's actually slightly better than SP6. It sits between SP6 and P and BP. Okay, okay. Got it, got it. Or pen, at least. That's usually why, usually, usually the point. It's, yeah, it sits between them for damage, but it sits, a, it sits above it for pen. Because so SP6 is 58 damage and 46 pen pad 9 is 62 damage and 48 pen so it's four more damage and two more pen and then bp is a little bit less pen with 60 sorry a little bit less damage with 60 damage but 55 pen instead so pb9 is more damaging than both the most important thing about it though which is kind of interesting is it actually has the highest i guess it's not important but it has the highest armor damage out of all of the bullets within 9 by 39 which like is important because that means that it's not as much of a step down from BP as it looks, especially if you're going up against like chunky stuff. Mm-hmm. Not having 55 pen though, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter what the armor damage is on BP because it just kills you. So right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Does but, it um, have they, a uh, a recoil modifier on it? It does. They they're basically all plus 10. So you could argue okay. it's better in some ways. Like SP6 is plus 10, SPP is plus 10, Pack 9 is it. plus 10, and BP is plus 22. Right, yeah, I know that one's the most. Yeah, it's just a bit less. And SP5 is minus five, so you actually get a, a little buff. Yeah, but uh, SP5, SP5 really nah. is bad now. Nowadays, yeah. yeah, maybe in the old days, but nowadays it's yeah, pretty yeah. rough. Because they literally took 10 pen off it, right? Like, yeah. Back it was six months ago or whatever. From, and now it's at 28 pens. So it's like, it's like M855 now. It's just like, nah. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Um, so you can't make the BP. You can still barter for BP with Prapor, uh, Prapor 4, but you have to complete that's Grenadier. I just cigarettes. did a thing about it because, uh, yeah, I think it's cigarettes and something else. Okay. And you can barter for BP. So it's still accessible. You can still get it. It's not now become, you know, it's not like a unicorn round. Because um, if they took the barter away, that it would become, right? There's no other way to get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I don't know. Is it worth doing? Probably not. If you need SP6 for the craft and then it's all these other things, I just don't think it makes sense anymore. Uh, to, yeah, do, have... to do the pb9 craft yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you're gaining four damage and two pen and a bit of armor damage right for you know nine hours of freaking crafting and two military power filters and two court gunpowders like it's way it's 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 way too much for that incremental i think you know, so you may as well just you may as well just craft your 300 sp6 and just the, the rate of fire is so high that it just doesn't make any difference i mean i wonder yeah. if this was a because this came after the if I'm not mistaken, after the vowel changes. So I wonder if this yeah. is a, a reaction to that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, because maybe a ton of people were crafting BP and it was just going to delete everybody because it is an insane bullet. But yeah. 
I don't know. It, the making this craft like this makes this craft pointless. So I, I don't know. It's just kind of like removed it as a place and put it as a placeholder again, which is like, yeah, whatever. But so what's the next one? So then the tight gunpowders, which is the blue gunpowder. All the gunpowders are spiking in price. So this is probably a response to that, I think. Before it was 70 rounds of 545 PS and now it's 150 rounds of 545 HP. I can't remember what the price difference is on that. Can you, um, is that a, can you buy it from Jaeger? I don't think um, you can buy it from Crapper, or it can you? I don't know. What the, what, 545 HP? Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a quick look. I didn't actually look this one up. It's Jaeger 1. Okay, so you would need to do Jaeger 1 to do the craft, assuming you had Workbench 1 requirements met prior to mm. having Jaeger unlocked. Yeah, which is, like, it's no big deal, but um, the, yeah. the important part about it is that you now get two kite gunpowders. Yeah, that's actually pretty nice. Mm. Because the kites were getting expensive. They they were, you know, they were cheap craft, but they were just the price was just going up and up and up. Like people just people are trying to craft ammo, not craft the, the powders to make the money, right? Because yeah, uh, yeah. there's other things that are better to make the money. And so the op- so it's it's one of those funny things with the market, right? It's like, here's the money crafts and here's the ammo crafts. It's like, okay, well to do the money to make this worth and beat out the money craft stuff, kite has to really like go up a lot before it's worth people then switching over, doing it for the money craft. It's kind of interesting. So they've like brought that threshold down a bit um, by making it have you know, two kites as the output, uh, which is, you know. So did this drop the price of kite? I haven't checked, but it should have. It should have. I'll have a quick look now. Let's see. Kite gunpowder. It definitely should have. Uh, it doesn't seem to have that much, actually. Maybe it needs but a little it, bit of time. But it should do. It looks like maybe the average has come down a little. It was averaging... Because when did this change come out? This one came out uh, yesterday at about five. Yeah, okay. So the average... It was averaging the previous, the day before at about 34, 32K, something like that. And then after that, it was averaging about 25. So actually, yeah, it is, it is fairly significant. Okay. It is yeah. fairly significant. Man, that's crazy. The gunpowder sell for 25 or was selling for 35 even that's yeah, crazy and it's like and it was so cheap to make right it's like how much does 75 45 ps cost it's like nothing yeah you know? but again it's the time it's like an hour and a half in the workbench which you could be you could be making something else or whatever so um the next one is 9 by 21 bt this is the round the top round for the the shrimp and the sr2m the new smg ppp cannon that they added to the game which is is good but um i think is more of a novelty factor weapon at the moment rather than anything else in particular. That one has been made slightly cheaper, I believe. So it was two, it was two hawk gunpowders, one kite and two eagles. Now it's just two hawks and two eagles. So the kite has been gotten rid of. The kite, yeah, as we said, was getting quite expensive. Um, and it's still three packs of screws. So yeah, it's just a little, a little bit cheaper. Oh, and that, that one was actually kind of annoying because you needed the fierce blow sledgehammer. You needed to just like have it in your inventory to do it as an auxiliary item, right? Which is kind of annoying. I had to buy because I made some of it. I ended up not really using it, but I made some just on the off chance that I wanted to use the weapon. And I was like, oh, I have to like buy the sledgehammer off the fleet. It's annoying. I've just got it lying around in a junk box somewhere. <laughs> you said um, you have to buy it off the fleet. Well, no, I, I, I didn't have one because I used it in my... Like, I, never pick, I never picked them up. I've only seen them a few times. They're not right, that right. common. And um, there's so many slots that I just, like, I never get them. So I had to go and buy one off the fleet to use as an auxiliary item to actually craft this one. But they seem to have removed that as a requirement. So now you don't need, you don't need to use it anymore. Um, could you not... You get it back, right, but I thought you couldn't buy sledgehammers. Did they change that? 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. They changed it quite early. Yeah, they changed oh, it I don't quite early. That. <laughs> lots of, yeah, lots of people didn't know. Like there were lots. Oh of people wait, I do remember that. that. Now yeah, I do yeah. Remember. Okay, yeah, that was, that, was, that was quite some time ago. Yeah, lots of people that I was that were um, coming into the stream, and I was just like, they're like, oh, I just can't find the ham anywhere. I'm just like, who just could buy one flea? They're like, what? You could buy? And I'm like, yeah, they changed it. So many people were like, no, oh, I've been searching for the stupid thing, but yeah. Anyway, so the next one is nine by thirty nine SPP. The round that no one is using because SP6 is better. It's like it's not a in a vacuum. It's not a terrible bullet. Sixty-eight damage and forty pen is not. It's really not a bad bullet, right? Like it's it's really really good damage, and the pen is the pen is fine. The pen is the same as actually I was going to say newly upgraded BT, but BT is even higher than that now. BT is forty-two, so it's sort of between what is it between like five six a one and five five a one. It's the same pen as FMJ for the MP7. Um, so it's you know, it's a it's a legitimately decent round, mm-hmm. and with that level of damage, it's actually pretty good. So they've increased the cost of this by, I think, is it they increased the cost? Oh no, they made it sensible. That's what they've done. Yeah, because it, it was fifty, <laughs> it was fifty nine by twenty one BTs, which is the best round to give you two hundred right. SPPs, and SPP was just like, um, I mean, it was better than SP five, but it was worse than SP six. So. Just do the SP6 craft because you need 50 rounds of yeah. 9 Metro and BT, which were hard to get only in the Yeah, which is, exactly. Because that was the one so, yeah. that we just talked about a second ago for the shrimp. Right, right. right. Um, so it's like you had to go through, through some painful craft to get BT, which is like rare in the first place, and then use that to get SPP. And SPP is worse than SP6. So it just didn't make sense. Yeah. So now it's SP5 and the kite gunpowders, and that makes SPP. It makes a lot more sense. That one's, that one's you know, that one makes sense. It's the, the, mm-hmm. the directly predecessing bullet makes the one afterwards. Fine. I mean, I'm starting to see a trend here. It, it also takes 200 uh, rounds of SP5 to get 200 rounds of SPP. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 liking the consistency. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Then the M80 craft has been made a lot cheaper. Mm. Probably necessary, honestly. It was five kites, two eagles, and four screws. That's a, yeah, the kite, kites the blue, eagles the green, and four screws. It's now two kite gunpowders. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue ones and one eagle. So this is like a dr- dramatic TPS yeah, yeah. in comparison. It's... I haven't gone to look at exactly what that is. Let me have a look on Tarkov. Tarkov.dev, by the way, is a very, a very good website. It's just been updated yet. Uh, it has. It's still, with the gunpowders going up, it's still 3,000 around. Can you imagine what it was like before? You can sell them 80 on the flea? I thought they banned No, they're, ba- they're banned now. They're banned now. What's 3,000 three around? The M80 using the new craft. Oh, you're saying that's how much you you basically pay for? I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, implied yeah. cost of um, right, 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 of doing the craft, dude. I didn't even I didn't even look at what this was before. That must have been like nearly 10k around as the yeah. outer price has been going up. But I mean, honestly, I'm I'm okay. I mean, it's I'm you know I'm glad they they changed it. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with M80 being. I just felt like M80 was kind of just like a no-brain choice, like when it was on the traders. Once you hit the requirements to start running it, I just felt like it was a no, no-brainer to always run it. Um, it's just like a really good, consistent round. Early that to was mid. definitely true at Peacekeeper 2, for sure. Mm. I, st- I still think that M62 is fine on Peacekeeper 4, and that M80 would be fine on Peacekeeper 3, personally. I know Peacekeeper 3 is quite early, but... M80 is just like non-existent now. I just don't think there's a play like it's too far in the progression, and then by the time you get there, like other stuff's better. It's just like 
I don't know. And M62 is already there. Yeah. And by the time you PC before, money's not an issue anymore. I, I don't know. I'm not sure about it. And then the craft's too expensive. Like M80's basically been deleted from the game. I can't remember the last time that like, people then buy it at, at PC before, which is fine. And they use it for stacking rounds and stuff. Like I have, I have been killed with it. In fairness, that's not that's not completely true, but it's nowhere near as prevalent as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's a good bullet. It is a good bullet. It is a good bullet. Um. So yeah, this craft is probably still still a bit too expensive, but it's yeah, it, it makes it makes more sense now. Next one, SNB. This used to take one gunpowder. This is the Hawk, the red one. That was basically a money craft. It was actually just a money craft. Like they they increased the prices. Do you remember when they increased the prices for ammo? So like all of the various. Oh the, yeah, yeah, the mechanic yeah. Was buying you, them. You're telling me you could do this craft and just vendor it and make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> SNB was over a thousand around. Uh, that's so crazy. You got eighty out of this thing, and you got I think it was like ninety-four oh k or something. So you put wow. one red in and get like ninety-five grand out, and it's wow. long, right? But you just do it overnight, and that's yeah, that. Like I think SP6 I think now is the only one that still works like that because you just get so mm. many for SP6. It's still profitable to do um, to do that craft with with the inputs. But um, they've they've halved the amount. Yeah, forty. So now, like one of the biggest the biggest things, it's not even necessarily like the price of the bullet. Like in this case, it matters because it was a money craft. But it's not necessarily even like the, the economics of it that make it problematic. So like it takes ten hours. Now you get half the amount of bullets as you did. Right? Like it's the, the throughput of yeah. ammo is almost as important as the as the money. Like or almost more so actually in some cases. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Yeah, 40 bullets in half a day is such a small number. Yeah. I mean, you would probably do this craft, I would presume. I mean, there's probably several reasons, but I would assume one of the most common reasons is, hey, I'm going to do some quests related to using this type of caliber, and I want good ammo to help me succeed at the quest. So I'm going to do this craft today in preparation for working on that quest tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But now that you effectively get half the amount, 40, Whereas you used to get 80, that's now half the amount of attempts you get to do <laughs> before you have to yeah. use less than ideal ammo. So yeah, you have to like really stack it hard over you know, LPS right. or PS or something. Um, that's kind of interesting. And they added, again, they added 40 rounds of LPS to the craft. So the craft is marginally more expensive, but mm -hmm, you need mm -hmm. ammo to make ammo now at this point, which, yeah, fine. So we'll see. I mean, my position on SMB, maybe it makes it's workbench, it's one of the few workbench level two crafts. So yeah, fine. You can get it quite early, so it can be worth doing. But once you have the ability to buy BT from Prapor, I don't think anybody should be crafting SMB ever. Yeah, I'm a big and, BT believer. But like BT, as we said a minute ago, like 55 pen, there's not a lot of stuff in the game. Like that just butters straight through class five. Yeah. If you're really worried about class six, like it still kills people in three hits wearing a slick, you know? Yeah, and there's a there's like a 30 percent chance unless they change the numbers and maybe i'm remembering wrong but i think there's like a 30 percent roll you can one tap uh uh or sorry just straight penetrate through the um like a like a killer helmet if they were wearing a killer helmet for example like through the visor yeah i, th I yeah. think it is to begin with it should it should be yeah because the it's the, the magic seven you know rule of the magic seven right. is like 57 is the 55 five percent point um so 56 is like 10 less like 45 percent, and then 55 is about nine or eight less because it gets diminishing as you go down so yeah. like 55 minus 10 45 minus 8 is about 30 yeah yeah it's 30, also 30 whatever weird tarkov fact for you if you're hunting killer and you want to use you know you want to get him with a one tap uh if you use smb it's impossible to one tap him because his his head hp is too high like yes you can pin through his visor or his helmet but 
his, his HP too high. But if you use BT, because it has a little bit more damage, and if you get the lucky roll within a certain distance, I think, because uh, the, the damage fall off or something, um, BT would do the trick. Yeah, he has 70 head HP. Mm. I wonder if that even will work, honestly, through the class 6. I don't know if that'll... There might be too much damage mitigation, I don't know. You might need to hit him on the helmet, the actual helmet, otherwise it might not do enough, even for... Because I think class 6 might mitigate 78 too much. Uh, actually, yeah, I think you're right. I think you have to do the helmet. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I'm misremembering mm. that. Yep. You're but right. But SMB won't do it. Would SMB do it through the... It's got such high pen, there's probably very low... It's probably very very small amount of mitigation through class four. So, mm. but yeah, the BT the BT if you hit them in the helmet, then it's then it's fine, and then it's okay either which way because it's class four. Yeah. But, but um, I think the the distance is like yeah. under forty five meters or something. Otherwise, you yeah, get too far back. Be able to, exactly, yeah. you wouldn't be able to shoot it too far because it's only seventy five to start with. So the damage drop off. Right. You know, you're really starting to get into <laughs> the you know it's getting close. Yeah. It's getting close. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, then the, the final one for the crafting, which like is actually a big, big nerf, is okay. in the same... Well, it sort of is. It, it's in the same vein. It's M61, which has gone from 80 per cycle to 40. Now, it's not a straight nerf in the same way as SMB is, because mm-hmm. they reduced the, the base crafting time from 16 hours and 40 minutes down to 12 hours and 30 minutes. So in some ways... Probably still. In some ways, that's better. Mm-hmm. It kind of, it kind of depends on how you see it. Like, yeah. even though the strict throughput of sixteen hours with eighty versus twelve hours with forty is lower bullets, that assumes that you can get there at the sixteen-hour mark to restart the the craft continuously, right? Whereas the twelve-hour and thirty minutes, yes, that's kind of awkward. If you, I don't know, I was, I was like thinking about like the you know a normal person's like day. If you like log off Tarkov at like 11 or whatever, and then you like get up in the morning, you've got like eight hours or something. If you have got like mid-tier crafting levels, this thing might only be like eight or nine hours. So you can potentially snag it again in the morning after you've gone to sleep. Whereas with a 16-hour craft time, it's going to be like 13 hours or 12 hours. So you, you already have left the house, right? If you've gone to work or something, you actually won't be able to get the second craft in because it takes too long. So in, you, it might just actually be timing-wise, might just be better having 12 hours mm. because of how it probably reduces down to eight or something. By the time you've taken your skills into account, I don't know. It's just like some weird thing I was thinking about in terms of this, like there's just how the timing cycle matters. But anyway, so it's it's half the amount, but a little bit less. It's half the amount, but with a third of the time taken away. So it's you know, instead of six gunpowders and three radiators, it's three hot gunpowders, one radiator, and then forty yeah, so, M80 rounds as well. Yeah, exactly. So forty M80 rounds. Fine. I think they're only about four dollars. From once you're at Peacekeeper four. So that's not the end of the world. Like 400, mm-hmm. how much does that cost you? 400, 4,000. Um, it's like 16K added on, yeah. but then half the number of powders and the yeah. one radiator helix rather than three. That's like a, actually a huge, like, that's a huge price. Yeah, as I say, it's, there. my well, initial question was kind of like, looks like a nerf, but I mean, it, I mean, it's like a lower cost. Um, uh, so now apparently it costs about three thousand per round. I mean, I was kind of okay with M six one costing an enormous amount. Yeah, I but was I mean, right with it. like it's the end game round that you can actually produce. Right, right. Because um, of what said. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't know. It's not the necessarily the most damaging and most penetrating round in the whole game. But it's like right. 
the fact that it it's... busts through all of class six and the damage that it does is very good. And then the cross section of the, the weapons that it goes into makes it the best round in the game, like holistically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't think but... that nerf on, sorry, that buff on price, the price going down, I don't think that was necessarily necessary, but maybe, maybe a little bit. I haven't looked at it for a bit. So. I mean, wasn't it like essentially 10,000 rubles around the craft? Something so. like ridiculously but, high. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't think money's that too problematic, but if it was mm. problematic, this change would open up more accessibility for that people that, you know, would struggle with money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're getting yeah. less. Um, but the, the, just to get some is now the bar is lower. So I guess that's kind of a nice... I mean, I would say it's kind of a rework overall. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's quite different. It's probably the one that's the most different mm-hmm. in some ways. So yeah, that's interesting. No more loads of M61. I've got like some from the AT craft. So, you know, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's cheaper now so you can more freely, freely do it. I don't know. I might move over to it at some point, but not for now. I don't feel like we've actually seen like that much M61 so far. People are still like tied quite heavily to um, 55A1 and 905 combos, like BP, 762BP, and now the VSS, oh, really? Rail, which we'll talk to in a bit. I've not been killed by M61 that much. I've been hit by it a few times, but I've not been killed by it. I think it's the inaccessibility of some of the weapons, especially these days, are really biting. You know, it's just like, can't buy the SR25 off the flea, can't buy the RSAS off the flea. You know, these guns are like yeah, hugely true. expensive to buy from the start. It's like it's the M1A, basically, is like you can do with the barters, but quite problematic to get these other guns. I really thought we were going to see lots of people doing M61. Like, I thought I was going to see it much more than I have, let's put it that way. Maybe it's just what I've seen in my like slice of gameplay, but. Well, I, I mean, if you, like, I mean, I think you make a good case because I, I, I didn't think about the guns. You know, there's a lot of accessibility problems with the guns. Uh, I mean, if you are going to use M61, you're probably going to put it. One or two, maybe three in the top, maybe five. If you're really feeling, mm. you know, adventurous in the in the top of your mag, but um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was going full ball, and I was like two two ten rounders of in an M seven hundred, all M six one. The way I was doing it, I, I lost like three of those or something. I was like, oh no. I think were, people have kind of forgotten. Sorry, what were you can say? You were saying what, what rounds were you seeing more common? BP seven six two by thirty nine BP. But yeah, people love BP still. People mm. are playing a lot of BP. I mean, I guess yeah, the mute, uh, the mutant and the RD are still good guns, right? Still really good. Um, lots of five five six. I actually still see lots of like M nine nine five and because M nine nine five is actually an mm. amazing craft. I think that's why people are yeah that one. yeah pretty really good craft. And you can buy eight five five A one, so you can stick it under the M nine nine five so easily. It's like yeah. you look at it compared to something like oh, a gun that I really want to use, the MCX, because I think it's actually probably all right now. But the next best ammo, like the AP ammo, is insane. Right? It's like mm. it's like seven six two BP fired out of an M four, yep. but the next round is like five six A one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, it's hard to stack that, you know. It's hard yeah. to stack that and feel good about yourself. Like with the M nine and five, you can like five five one sort of stands up on its own. So having ten and twenty of those, you're like, well, when I get into the M eight five five ones, it'll still kill people wearing class five, like no problem. Whereas if you end up in, you run out of your blackouts and you end up in the M six twos, you're like, oh, it's getting a bit hairy now, you know. Yeah, um, it's a bit rough. It's a bit rough, but yeah, I think, I don't know, we'll see. I think too, the the big factor is you get what a one hundred twenty. From BP from the craft 760 by 39, and you get 200 of M995, like compared mm. to 40 rounds of M60 now. Even 80 was kind of like 
you know, you could maybe run like two to four, depending on how you how you split your ammo. Like it's tough, man. Because then yeah. you got to think about top loading, secure container stuff. I don't know how you make that decision nowadays, but exactly, exactly. So then they've made a load of other trading adjustment changes just to like ammo being sold from vendors. The, the first set is all the nine by the other nine by 21s, the P, the PE and the PS. Mm-hmm. Not that I think, I, I don't know. I actually did see somebody running PE the other day and I was like, why, why, why? Why, why would you run anything other than PS? I don't understand. But, is, that a um, new, is that a new round? Never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's this? What's this 9 by 20? What's this 9 by 21 PE? Yeah, it's the flesh round. It's got 80 damage and 15 pen. Then P is 65 damage and 18 pen. So P is actually probably the worst one. Yeah. And then PS is 49 damage and 35 pen. The pen just like rips up, right? It's a bit like, so it's quite a lot like SB193, actually, um, for the P90. So it's, it's, it's okay. They've basically moved all of those rounds to the tier below. So you can get tier level one rather than level two. Yeah, level two rather than level three for PE, level three rather than level four for PS. Um, they did a bit, a bit of stuff with the restocks. Um, doesn't really make too much difference, but. They like increase the amount that people can get, and then they decrease some of the prices. So like it's, it's not going to be, you know, it doesn't matter that much. But the most expensive round in there now is PS, obviously mm. excluding BT because you can't buy that. But like PS is now three hundred and seventy-one rubles, which is still, like it's pretty cheap. If you want to fill a, a an SR two with with PS, then then you can, and it's it's okay. It's it's not too bad. Then they changed a load of the. Uh, <laughs> it was quite funny when I saw this. I was just like, oh boy, here we go. They changed the MP seven ammo, and I was like, oh my god. They changed Action SX. They did like they did loads of changes to Action yeah. SX. Action SX is a round that nobody uses because it's yeah. sixty five damage and eighteen pen. The pen sucks, and the damage on it's not flesh round worthy either, right? Like sixty five damage, you can dude, you can get that from, um, yeah, you get that from like the VSS with like actual pen. You know, it's like it just doesn't it just doesn't doesn't make sense. But anyway, they did loads of stuff for that. They like changed the restock of an Action SX to like a a, a global limit. For some reason, from unlimited, that makes no sense. And then change the peacekeeper one from a global limit to no longer having a limit. Oh, why that's the case. Um, I guess it's like you know, peacekeeper's the NATO guy, whatever. He's going to have the supply. Maybe it's like a, almost like a law realism thing. I've no idea. Um, you can only get four hundred per, per per go per reset. Again, I don't know why. Um, but they did increase the prices, so it's now two hundred twenty rubles for mechanic, which is double, and it's one dollar twenty nine from peacekeeper, which is a third more. Um, but I don't think that matters at all. Subsonic, this is probably the most controversial change that they made out across all of them, right? The Subsonic, they moved from Mechanic 3 to Mechanic 2. Mm-hmm. They changed it from an unlimited supply to um, a global supply limit of like 500k to 750k. I'm not sure what that's going to do, whether it will sell out or not. I'm not sure. Um, and they made it cheaper from 463 rubles to 299 rubles per shot. And then the final one, FMJ, which is the good one that most people use, uh, it's arguable actually people use a mix but they they again they put a round limit in a global round limit and they made it a bit more expensive from two dollars 13 to two dollars 81 like that subsonic one dude like the mp7 is already like insane like anytime i talk about it in a video i get like five thousand people commenting being like giga shut up about the mp7 like please it's the only thing left <laughs> that's like you know broken or whatever if you keep talking about it bsg are just gonna nerf it those changes come out what have they done they buffed it, you know. FMJ, yeah, well, took a tiny nerf, but like Subsonic yeah. getting a buff down to Mechanic 2, it's like, uh, and cheaper as well. Like, what? I don't know. I've never really liked Subsonic, though, to be honest. But that's just me. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe no one's buying it. 
Maybe uh, not on buying Subsonic. Some people yeah. do. Some people tell me, you know, on, on good authority that they use Subsonic in their MP7 because they like the way it decreases the recoil. Because it does, in fairness. Yeah. But I always, the issue I had was like, I mean, it's changed some, it, uh, you know, in the past, uh, the bullet, bullet, like the drop off would be kind of annoying at distance. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you don't want to shoot that thing at range. At, it's not ideal, but I mean, a lot, you know, sometimes it just is what it is. And then, um, the pin always like felt not that great, you know, like a, it's like how many times do I got to shoot this guy and he's still running. Yeah. That they, was I, kind I, I of the agree. issues that I had with it, but yeah. Cause the low damage plus the pen, which is like in this sort of iffy four, yeah. class four level, it's like, Oh, cause like FMJ up close will just like go straight through class four. So you know that they're going to die. Um, if you just like full spray them, yeah. whereas yeah, subsonic is like, Oh, it's just a bit, eh. A bit lower and it, it hurts a bit, especially if you go up against one of the one of the like cheap class fives. Like if you're going up against the current, then you really want FMJ rather than subsonic because the ability you, what you're banking on there is the ability for the round to do armor damage, and it's very strongly correlated to pen. Like it's it, it has a big impact having a lower pen, and even though subsonic's got higher armor damage, like the pen is like more important than the armor damage for doing for getting through that thing, and um, it'll just yeah. Yeah, I've I've killed people with subsonic before, but it can sometimes it does feel just like a brrr, they just keep yeah. going, and just like stuck it through. It's, it's like, oh my god. I don't know, subsonic's really tough because even like like I want to use subsonic ammo, like on the uh, AKs, the US ammo. Mm. You know, I like I like the idea of reducing my recoil at the ex- you know expense of something, but the problem I find is like if you don't hit them in the head, then you're kind of screwed and. You know, going for the headshot, uh, you know, up close combat can be a little iffy, you know, with all the aim punch and blur. Sometimes you hit him in the arm or you just end up in the armor. Maybe you messed up, whatever skill issue, get good. But then now you also got to deal with the bullet fall off. So like if you, you know, again, you need to go for the head. So you're the, you're a little farther away. So you got to aim up a little bit higher. How much higher? You know, if you get too high, hit their helmet mm-hmm. too. Like it's just it's a little too hard for me to like work it in and make it feel good but uh i don't know maybe uh you know if, if it's your jam and you find success with it more power to you but I, I i want so bad you know what probably would make it uh a buff to it would be and make it more viable is if it actually did what it's supposed to do i guess in in real life mm. um with like suppressors and, and sound yeah. profiles but make it like really silent yeah yeah which I don't know. I've seen like mixed things on that. So I don't know if that is in the game or not. It's, I've, I've like I've seen mixed things, but yeah, same. I think with all the audio changes and stuff, I just don't know what is there and mm. what isn't now. And I've seen, I've also seen videos where it looks like it's fine, and I've also done other tests where it seems like it's not okay. It's it's very odd. I don't really know. I don't really know. But I'm I'm amazed that they they touched the MP7 and they touched the FMJ. And all they did was a little price increase. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Well, it stands I mean, out like such a sore thumb compared to all the other like SMGs. It really does. You don't have to craft it. It's like it's the best ammo, and you don't have to craft it either. It's like insane. Yeah, but you can only get 190 per reset, and the restock went from unlimited to three thousand or three hundred fifty thousand to five hundred thousand. I mean, I I imagine given last white's popularity, like I swear, as soon as you put out the video about the MP7, <laughs> FMJ was just always sold out afterwards. 
Yes. <laughs> so mm. I imagine now, you know, if all stays the same next swipe, it's just going to be a repeat. And even worse, you may not even get to use your personal limit and it'll already be yeah. out of stock. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, so that was, I think that's, that's it for the bullets. Um, they did do another change, which was about attachment-based price adjustments, mm-hmm. which, I mean, just like skimming through some of them. Yeah. Are, it's between like, you know, 10 and 50, well, 10 and 100% price increases, it seems. And this, again, this specifically is the price that the game knows as the reference price for, the, for that, those particular, you know, pieces of equipment, mm-hmm. which determines... The trader prices for a start, because the traders have like a you know discount and a premium on to what they sell it to you for as the player and what they buy it back from if you sell it to them. But also it determines usually more importantly the flea market fee because if this is kind of the issue that we had for a long time was that a lot of prices in the game are too low. And you know, if it's a thousand and the actual price is ten thousand, it means the flea market fee is quite high because the flea market fee is some like weird exponential thing. So if you right. go, you know, 10x over the, the item's base value in the game the flea fee just like balloons out of control. That's why right. like, you couldn't sell uh, like packets of Amelia by croutons to people mm-hmm. that over about 12,000 without the fee being like insane. Cause the game knew it as being like 14 rubles or something stupid. Yeah. Right? So you try to sell it at 10 grand. It's just like, Oh, your fees could please could be fees could be 60 K. You're like, what? Yeah. So um, you have to kind of be a bit careful there. So, I mean, I don't think this matters really that much. Um, the most, you know, the biggest ones is like the SAI, the, the special ones that allow you to do the jailbreak. They've gone from like 30 K to 50 K ish. Other than that, it's just kind of a base price increase. But what this should do, I mean, I guess for all of the things in there, is like it, it, it's pretty much mm, stuff that you'd put on AR-15 type guns, like memory carbine, Magpala, RVG, handguards for AR-15s, and there's also one for the foul. I guess the traders should, in theory, I, th- I think this is the case anyway. The traders should buy them for a bit more if you find them in raid and then sell them rather than having to sell them on the market, and they should pay a bit more for them now. I, I hate selling parts on the on the flea because they just yeah there's so many that they just yeah. like the volume on each individual part is so low uh so they take forever to to sell so that could be good maybe it's worth picking up some of these parts now probably not but maybe <laughs> yeah the on the only other one um the mobile butt pad stood out to me because it's uh probably one of the better attachments um you can get mm-hmm. for the M4 platforms or buffer tube, you know, guns and XL buffer tube. So if you're selling it on the flea, uh, you could get more for it potentially. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Or vendoring even. So yeah. Minor change Indeed. there. Indeed. So I guess with that, I mean, we end up spending a long time on that because it's, inter- it's interesting. It's, yeah, there's a lot, lot to cover. Lots of, touch on lots of different stuff about like pen and ammo and what to use and what not to use and whatever. Um, but the other massive change, which right. I guess is going to be the next segment, <laughs> massive change that they put through, which was came out of complete left field, actually. Like, I don't think anybody was really expecting this, was a 15% recoil adjustment decrease on every gun in the whole game. Just wholesale. And we may as well bundle it in to this discussion, well, you know, just to cover off all the bases before we start talking. A subsequent 18% or 19% recoil buff, again, recoil decrease, to the VSS and the VAL. That comes on top of the 15%. So the VSS and the VAL have been buffed twice in rapid succession. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. So let's start, let's start with the 15%. All right. Let's start mm-hmm. with... Let's, 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 <laughs> one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, good? Question mark? 
I think I mean I I kind of think so, but I was not sure. Given that all the horizontal recall stuff got changed right. recently, right? I was not sure. <laughs> After playing with it, I think it's really good. Okay, why why is that? I actually think it's really good because of the way that it's been done. Because the, the issue with the twelve twelve change was that it disproportionately hurt. Right. Weapons with high fire rates, um, and and some other weapons like that. Like it, it was, it was the specific way that it affected the the gunplay yeah. that made it problematic. Applying like a fifteen percent reduction to everything that actually kind of reverses it partly. Like those guns that have a high fire rate have actually disproportionately benefited from this. Because the vertical recoil, they're more sensitive to it, to that value. Mm-hmm. But what this has also done is that this is, it has, obviously, it affects everything. Like everything is better. Yeah. But it has, it has less effect. It has the least effect and the least impact on the weapons that are the most modded. And it has the most effect on the weapons that are the least modded. Because it's a percentage change to the base. Right, right. So like your MDRs. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like an attachment with a 15% recoil reduction mm-hmm. because of the change. Because it's because I thought this at first and I thought, oh, I thought I was like, oh my God, I was like, some of these builds going to go to like near zero or what? Like, how, how's this going to work? But then I realized I was like, ah, actually, like the M4, like say the M4 build, which reduces 80% of its recoil from its base, I was like, that hasn't changed. It's still going to reduce 80%, but it's reducing 80% from a slightly lower base now. So rather than getting to, yeah, well, whatever it was, 20, 20, 20 nine or something is now getting to you know 24 or whatever because mm-hmm. it's only 15 percent. like any build that you can conceivably think of mm-hmm. that recoil that you see in that stat screen that number got better by 15 percent. so the the low recoil guns only improved by a small quantity whereas the the higher ones are kind of the mid-tier ones they've improved by quite a bit more so the old like mid-tier m4s that you used to be able to run at about 50 recoil now probably feel okay because they've been improved by, I guess, the equivalent of, you know, eight, seven or eight recoil, which is it's like having the missing ultra upper and the advanced tube that you used to get. Right, that used to be that was four, that was four percent and four percent of recoil, which was eight percent, and you used to be able to get away with not having those with fifty recoil, but then they added ten to everything, and now they've basically had eight taken back off them. So they kind of now feel sort of like they did before. It's not like it's not like it was before completely, right? But we've right. also had horizontal recoil changes too. Right? Yes. Horizontal recoil changes now, like you know, it's way, everything's way tighter. So I don't know. There's like there's lots of different situations that I've seen. Um, let me just put it at that before like I just ramble on forever. But like there's lots of different situations I've seen where it feels really really good. There's lots of weapons that now feel like pretty decent. It hasn't seemed to have broken the meta. Like the full auto guns that were amazing, like the RD and stuff, are still good, but they aren't as insanely good. Like, actually, even because the meta was like. Okay, I'm going to go on a bit more. Because the <laughs> meta was low RPM guns, mm-hmm. those ones are also, they don't benefit as much because they're less sensitive to the recoil in the first place, which is why they were meta. Yeah. Right? High RPM guns are the ones that got damaged the most, and those are the ones that have been benefited the most. So the low RPM guns, which are the meta guns, were the, you know, like the, the MDR and the SCAR and the RD and mutant and all of these ones with like lower rpm those ones have all been buffed a little bit less than like the m4 and the hk and all this kind of stuff then i was using the svd mm-hmm. the svd suffers from the whole like you chart it on a on a graph right 
recoil and ergo. You have this yeah. like weird, weird curve where, yeah, you can get it to minimum recoil, but then the ergo sucks. If you get right. it to something sensible, then like the ergo, it's this weird half and half. You can have great ergo, but then the recoil is terrible. That like minimum point on the curve where it's like, you know, recoil, but with an ergo tilt to it, that gun actually feels really good now. I was using it on interchange. That's nice. It feels awesome. It feels really, really good. It's like, it feels properly usable. So I was like, man, this is cool. Then the other day, just on a, on a whim, I was clearing out my boxes for, of stuff um, because I'm just like on a bit of a, you know, trying to get rid of all the junk and like actually use the things I've got and like mod my weapons in like Frankenstein ways to get rid of the attachments that I've got rather than selling them. I pu- pulled out the MP5 SD. Gun feels quite, gun <laughs> feels quite good, Church. I killed two dudes with the MP5 SD. Like it's, it's, and the MP5 SD is going the way that I wanted it to. Lots of people have been talking about 9mm for ages. And we mm-hmm. may have talked about this here. I think we did. I'm, I can't remember. Um, but lots of people would say, oh, you know, 9mm needs a buff and the bullets need to do more damage and yada, yada, yada. No, I don't, I don't think that's what 9mm needs. I really don't, actually. We've got enough bullets in the game that do 35 pen and 50 damage. Like, we have enough of that. Like, <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need that. Yeah. You can keep the 9mm weapons being like low pen or low, lower pen with decent damage. That's fine. And it's still got its leg meta thing, so that's okay. But you can keep AP 6.3 and P- like maybe PvP needs a bit more um, accessibility. But like AP 6.3 has been, it's been made quite cheap. It's not that much now. It's like mid $3 or something. Yes, the pen is low. But if you make the 9mm weapons the recoil really, really low, then you can, you can laser beam people in the head and headshot them and you'll, you'll go through Ratniks. Yeah, you'll still struggle a little bit with class 4s, but you need to hit them like actually in the face right. and you'll go through class 3 face shields. So it's kind of like, okay, well, if you think you can hit your headshots, you can pick up this really low recoil gun that allows you to do that. But if you just want to thorax meta them, like you're not going to win. And I quite like that because it's a different place. It's something, something different. Like I don't, I don't want, again, I don't, I don't want another 35 recoil gun or 35 pen gun with a 50 damage. It's like, we've got billions of them. Yeah. Yeah. AP 6.3 is kind of interesting um, in that sense. But like, it didn't make sense before because it has 800 uh, RPM on the MP5, 850 on the MPX. Like these guns, they just got completely trashed in 1212. But now with this change, they actually feel quite good again. The MP5 SD has like 28 recoil, dude. It's insane. And with the horizontal recoil changes, like I beamed a guy <laughs> from a decent, like it was, it was the reasonable distance. He was like, came over the lip of the hill on shoreline and it was just pop, 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 and just popped in one, one in the head over that distance. Bam. Got him. I was like, this feels good. Is the MP5 SD back? Like there's a use case for it now. It's not just stupid. So there's like lots of different situations that I've played in across the last like, week or so where I feel like the update is actually a huge win. I'm yet to stumble into a situation where I feel like it's broken, it's made something busted, like something's now completely like unusable or something's totally meta. Like it hasn't made anything worse and it's only made things better as far as I've seen. I, I haven't used every gun, so I don't know. But from my perspective so far, everything that I've used feels like an improvement. That's all I can say. Feels good. Okay, let me uh, let me walk you through this thought process that I have. So you twelve twelve comes out, and as you said, through people in the community, we we found out that they essentially one of the, cha- the changes they made is they added thirty recoil to the guns, and it's it's like the base, but it's not sh- visibly shown in the stats. It doesn't reflect. It's sort of like the first step in the order of operations of determining the gun's final recoil, I think, yeah. is, is what we think. Um, so then... Something along those lines, yeah. And, 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 and you know, 
Well, whatever. And then there's all these changes to the uh, horizontal recoil, or like the the angle and vertices where things are more vertical, you could say, mm-hmm. uh, more consistent. Um, but essentially, you know, let's let, let's st- stay in on the twelve twelve thought here. You're you take a gun that has a hundred base recoil, and you add a flat thirty to it. That's a 30% increase, if my math's correct there. The king is shaking his head, so I know I'm doing a good job. Okay, Kona clap uh, in a education. And then uh, you take a gun of 30 base recoil, and you add 30 to it. That's a 100% increase. Mm-hmm. You doubled it. So the proportions are way off, right? But that still remains. And then this update comes out, and now there's a 12% off the base. Not, I'm assuming not base plus the 1212 change i'm assuming that the 1212 change is like baked in yeah yeah because this one's visible yeah yeah so you take a gun again with 100 recoil reduce it by 15 percent uh you know it's a 50 percent reduction like it's 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 a it's not a flat value it's a percentage so it's it's equal you know if i'm reducing a, a gun by uh that has 30 recoil by 15 percent that's like what, uh, 30, uh, 26, maybe 26 recoil, 25 recoil. I yeah, don't know. Something like that, yeah. Um, whereas I'm adding 30 to it. Like that's, that's a huge shift. So I say all that to say it's like they're, um, it's, it's kind of weird because prior to 1212, I think the, Complaint slash meta was essentially all the guns are laser beams and we're full autoing, right? Yeah. And how the recoil function back then essentially, um, again, you have sort of like a value that gets reduced and the way the gun operates is it has some kick and then the auto compensation comes into play. And then at that point, you're pretty much on... Your gun's stationary. There's no movement. Um, with the exception of the horizontal bounce slash the angle or vertices. There's sort of like a angle or or uh that that's kind of baked into the guns and there's different values. Most of them were twenty-five uh yeah. degrees, essentially, in a in a linear shit shape. So imagine like a V. And your gun would just like kind of teeter up left right you know just slightly in in diagonal up right left kind of kind of thing well now fast forward to to the present okay they've done all these changes to the the angles where a lot of them we're talking like 10 degrees right so it's much it's a it's like you took the the v and made that gap between the lines much tighter so it's a much more narrower v but you got 1212 where you get the flat 30 increase on the recoil. So the V is essentially extended, right? Mm-hmm. So it's much more elongated. So you have, if your gun has, um, this is what makes, I think, some of the full auto guns bad was that the, once the gun stabilized, the kick was so sporadic because your recoil was still like technically 60, you know? Yeah. And if you had an angle of 25, it's like at a certain point, you just the full auto felt really inconsistent because it was so bouncy. Whereas like if you Mm -hmm. have a recoil like 17, like you still have that same angle of bounce, but the V is so tiny, you know? Yeah. Um, 
it's almost like we've gone from laser beam to semi-auto esque uh to laser beam but just pull down <laughs> you know what kind i mean of. yeah yeah I, I feel it's 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 a weird thing it's like yeah the recoil used to be you're, you're exactly right and that's a point that some people miss and i did well, a video kind of on this topic right and let, let me just amend one thing is that yeah. all that is true if you put on maximum recoil mods like yeah. even in the old days your stock gun was 80 percent worse than the fully mm -hmm. modded M4, but you yeah. it, they were better than 1212 days. I mean, the stock M4 of 1212 was just unusable. Sorry, go ahead, Kiko. Yeah, that's 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 true. So the gap between the meta and the shotguns was still bad. But yeah, no, I, I it's quite complicated. So I didn't even talk about it when I was talking mm -hmm. in one of my videos about it. And somebody commented and just talking about this relationship between horizontal and vertical recoil which is very true and um they were quite right about it saying that yeah you know as the vertical recoil comes down if you buff all of the vertical recoils across all the guns you actually also buff all the horizontal recoils yeah. exactly for the reason you're talking about because it's based on it's based on the the movement away from the weapon mm -hmm. on this you know this, this fixed angle and if you take the actual recoil number down that takes both of them down because that stops it from doing, you know, you have like very specific guns that have very wide horizontal recoils, like the vectors and stuff, but that's like baked into the, those hidden numbers on purpose. And whereas all the other guns, you don't really want like the vertical recoil coming down and then it's still going out like a pancake. Like, so to avoid <laughs> yeah. that, that's why the system works the way it does, which is quite interesting. But yeah, we've kind of gone from, you know, meta guns and full auto guns being very, very low vertical recoil because it was the true recoil. And so they were just laser beams. You could you could laser beam people through four times and stuff. Yeah, there was an HK and things. It was absolutely insane. Then we went for twelve twelve. As you rightly say, there's a big um, added number on for all of them as a flat thing, which disproportionately hurts weapons that have a higher RPM because that rather than being on on an AK or an RD or something, it's like um, I think I think I think this precise. I think it was like twenty one. I think this was like the, the specific number if I remember correctly, but I'm not sure. But it was like you know you have like. Add, 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 right? The extra recoil each time. Whereas with the HK or something, it's just like, it's the cumulative recoil that destroys it for the high time to, for the high RPM weapons. It's kind of what, like, R RPM and low recoil guns, which kind of go hand in hand. Like, if you have a. Yes, exactly. Because of the proportion that, exactly. Because right. the M4 could get down to such a low recoil level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was it was like balanced around going from I think the old recoil number used to be eighty eight, I think, and it could get then down to twenty three or something. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe it was like twenty twenty five or twenty eight. They've they've moved it around loads of different times that like, yeah. what you can and can't add. But it was maybe like eighty eight down to twenty eight, something like that. But then like now going from, yeah, as you say, hundred and eighteen down to fifty eight feels awful. Mm. It feels super bad, right? Because the M4 could get down so low, and that's what kind of killed it for so long. So yeah, we've kind of gone from like the super laser beam meta into the full auto guns just don't really work unless they're completely modded, and even then, right, it's touch and go, and it only really is the low RPM weapons that work. Moved, and, and as you say, part of that is to do with the horizontal, because the horizontal flared out because of the actual yes, the, the real yes. recoil of all the guns increased. Then we've tightened it all back again and gone, okay, now that the horizontal recoil is now under control, now we can just pull down LOL. <laughs> and so those guns, some of those guns actually feel like usable again. They're not necessarily amazing, but they're they're usable. 
and now we've gone and flat buffed all of the all the recalls back down again. So it's like, okay, these guns are actually starting to feel pretty good. So we're we're kind of now in like a different model where the re- the actual vertical recall is still higher than it used to be prior to twelve twelve, but the horizontal recall is a lot closer in, and so that makes the guns feel more consistent yes. and kind of like they were before, but without them being complete laser beams. So you still do have to actually control it, and there is still some initial kick. That's kind of where we're at. And whether you agree with that or not, like we know that there's this recall rework coming and most people are concerned most about the first, the first three shots just going because it's just a bit weird. Mm. That's probably where the recall rework is going to be most targeted. So who knows? Maybe we'll get a change to the system at some point. But that's, that's where we're at. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, and, I, and I watched your video. Um, well, before I say that, um, yeah, I wonder uh, how base guns feel now with this change like is the base m4 is that 50 percent meaningful enough on a base m4 to make it feel more viable i don't i don't know i'd be curious to see well, yeah stuff like that. i would say probably not but um because you're still it's still so it's still such a big number like this mm-hmm. it's it's almost again it's almost break pointy in some ways yeah. there's like a certain subset of weapons it's like if you lost sight picture before when you shot, do you still now after the 15? In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Like with the SVD, I feel like it makes a big difference because that was kind of on the cusp mm. of being good, but not quite. But now with this 15%, it now feels really good. The stock M4 probably still feels like trash. It probably still fires on full auto into some crazy, you know, goes up into the air like nuts. Uh, it's probably like rather than being 90 recoil, it's now 77 or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which like, you still probably don't want to use that, I would think. But I mean, it's it's gonna in CQB that will be better. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's improved that definitely, definitely improved that. Yeah, honestly, I'd be curious to see. I mean, it's still. I mean, ultimately, I, 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 I don't know. It's like I woke. You know, I think the change is good, but it's ultimately to pacify the current player base. I would say. You know what I mean? Like the like they said they're gonna rework recoil and then they come out with this, um, mm. which I don't think is the re- recoil rework. I presume. Um, It'd be funny if it and, was. <laughs> well, <laughs> take fifteen percent. If you say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, like it's you know it's uh, my point is I would be interested to see new wipe with these current settings to see how it feels. I mean, I still, mm. I, I really just wish they would just remove the 30 baked in like what, you know, like just, mm-hmm. just get rid of it. But, um, that, that's me being, you know, am I asking for too much? Perhaps, but, uh, one can dream. So anyways, yeah. I, I saw your video and, uh, VSS Val changes and, uh, cause I, I mean, I haven't really played, I don't think I've really played all that much since the recoil, the, the big recoil horizontal changes they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, uh, I was kind of blown away at the VSS performance. Cause I was like, dude, that thing is literally just, it literally goes straight up and down. And whereas the, the vowel is like all over the place. I was just like, ew, what is that? Like. Why would you ever want to use that? It's tr- it's way more expensive. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You can put a a <laughs> freaking butt pad on it, like mod it a bit more. Like, dude, I I can't. I just can't even comprehend why anyone would ever. Maybe I'm missing something. Is there is there a reason to use the the Valor or the VSS now? 
I personally think no, but it's like I said in the vid, it's much like the RD versus the mutant, right? It's like, oh, yeah, that's true. You remember when they did the vertical recall changes, mm-hmm. they, they did change the VSS and they didn't change the VAL. Mm-hmm. So the VSS has a better horizontal angle than the VAL does, but the VAL has a stronger PMC quarter control stat. So that's the that's the difference, right? The VSS oh, shoots up high. So the VSS, right, like right. the the shoot of the pattern is long and thin, vertically. Yes, the horizontally yes. is like you know, nothing. The val settles down much quicker, but it's more random left to right. And it's it's exactly the RD versus the mutant. There. It's actually closer than the RD versus mutant because the mutant's got higher fire rates. So there's like there's something there that you go, well, maybe maybe I'll take the extra, yeah, the, the lower time to kill on the mutant rather than the RD, even though it's slightly less controllable horizontally. And I'm not even sure if that's actually true now. I need to go and like triple check what the mutants horizontal is because i can't actually remember um but either which way the i just don't think it makes sense because it got the same fire rate you can get the guns to basically the same vertical recoil because the recalls are so low now with the 15 percent, the mods do like almost nothing you know the mods do nothing to these mm. guns like the, the vss is 38 when you buy it with no mods really and then, and again what did they what was the stat change on the vss because uh, after the 15 percent, they made a they so buffed was, the VSS eval by what percentage you come up with? So, so they they got buffed by fifteen, like everything else, right? And then they got buffed by another eighteen or nineteen percent. Oh my, it's insane, man! It was like fifty recall before, and now it's thirty eight. Because that's Crazy. eighteen on top of the fifteen, like the base is lowered one. So it got yeah. like in a way, it got more. Then it. Should. Yeah, I mean, you could argue it's got less <laughs> in some ways because. Oh, okay. Because this is actually like this is this is the system that it should be for the attachments. If, you know, <laughs> yeah. the one that we've been talking yeah. about. Because like because now the base is lower. Now you get another eighteen percent. It's not as it's not as impactful. Um, right, right. Yeah. If they did it initially, yeah. Because the, the, the order of operations actually doesn't mm-hmm. because it's multiplication. It doesn't make any difference which right. way around you go. Right. Um. You can you can add all of the multiplication operations together and then mm-hmm. apply them on in one go. So there's no, there's no like, it's not order sensitive in this particular case. Right, right. But um, it's, I mean, so if you know, it's yeah, it's huge. It's like thirty three percent recoil in total between the two, the two changes. And it's yeah. nuts. But now the valve doesn't get. I don't know. There's just like the the mods don't do anything. They just, they just don't do anything now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and this this is like a, a one thing that's kind of came up in in the. Um, in the cycle this sort of like idea like because essentially i would say when it comes between like vss and val um my personal opinion would be always go with the vss right i think and some people may may feel that i would rather go with the val because it's um more controllable like it's easier to handle um but you're trading uh consistency or accuracy um and this is kind of the question is like should the because the by all uh, we'll go by the trader standards i think anyways the the val is more expensive than the vss i don't know what the market the player market reflects i market definitely is skewed that way i don't know why the vs the val is like 200k and the vss is like 120 okay and so big difference we could say that uh, the VSS is more of a skill issue gun, whereas the <laughs> Val 
is more of your, you know, every everyday man's gun, right? But the everyday man's gun is more expensive, more restricted, you know what I mean? It's like, how, is that how it... And they're essentially, they're doing the same thing, which is even more interesting, you know? They're, they essentially have the same damage stats, uh, if you will. Yep. It's just their skill selling or consistency is different. So, like, is... Should it be the opposite is what I'm saying? Like, should the cheaper gun be easier to use, but less effective overall? And the more expensive gun should be harder to use, but more effective? Or, or is... you, you could make an interesting argument that because because you're trading one type of handling for another. Mm -hmm. But so if you struggle with the initial the initial kick of the weapons, which is controllable by a player who's practiced, mm -hmm. if you struggle with that, you probably should still go for the valve. Mm -hmm. it's 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 controllable but if you aren't practiced with it right. you can't control it you should go with the valve you could make a sort of odd argument to say that the you know if the majority of the player base is not a mega chad and the mega chads are only you know the people who are super good at like controlling recoil and all the you know pulling down and all this kind of stuff and that's 10 percent of the player base and the every the every man is 90 percent of the player base well, the 90% of the player base should be buying the Val, and so that's why the Val's more expensive, because there's more people buying it. There's more right. demand for the gun that's easier to use. Right. Whereas the VSS is because it's the skill issue gun, it's like, well, there's less people who want to buy it because there's less people who can control it. So there's an argument there, I, I think, yeah. I think, I think there is an argument there. Yeah, and it's just, it's just interesting because this... And the cycle... I don't there's... think that's why, by the way. I, don't, I actually don't think that's why, but I think, that's an, I think there's an argument. What you don't think's why? Oh, don't you don't. You don't think for the price differences now. Oh, well then, well then, now I gotta know why do you think that it is different? So the real reason for the price difference is literally because people think the Val is better and they haven't <laughs> watched my video and they haven't tested it because it, it looks like it but, should be historically as well. Yeah, it's like like CZ saying it's it's history. The Val was better at one point. Oh, that's true as well. It looks like it should be there's better. There's a bit of an educational game. That, yeah, there's an educational gap there. That is the reason that's why true I think as well. it's different. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's definitely that's probably a factor. I mean, I would say the other factor is. You know, maybe that if, you know, you give a player both guns and they tried it out and they preferred the easier to hand, like it's kind of a preference thing in some cases, mm. you know, yeah, I mean, you, you maybe like a seasoned veteran would would say uh, subjectively that the VSS is just straight up better in, in their opinion. But some other player Probably, might be yeah. like the Val is I mean, like, better in their it, opinion. Is there an argument for you know point fire on the on the valve being more controllable? Do you care less about horizontal because you're so close? Like it doesn't matter. Perhaps. You're gonna be able to hit a head because maybe the VSS is gonna like leap over their head and then come back. Maybe. I don't think so, but like maybe. <laughs> but either Both way, of them are laser beams, dude. Both of them are laser beams. Yeah, yeah. But I I was just kind of blown away at how vertical the VSS was. Like it, it base, and this is kind of what brought upon. The discussion of some of the older recoil metas uh was that it looked like you could use it similarly to the same effectiveness as the old vss meta because i remember i was playing at the prime of the old vss meta and like everybody had a vss and it was literally just crouch full auto and they're dead like it was just so and the sp5 was like just as good as sp6 i mean you, uh, they were dirt cheap too. Like they scavs a spawn of them. Like things were way different back then. Um, and then they nerfed that into the ground essentially. <laughs> and it's only till now I would say it's been kind of like definitely now it's it's definitely 
boom back into popularity, but there's been so many changes throughout the history, and that that's kind of what brought that idea was like now it's almost as if the VSS is back to its old ways, but you just have to it it asks a bit more of you. You got to pull down and aggressively, and then push back up aggressively. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's exactly it's it's gone back to its old ways in the same way as the overall changes we just talked about did mm-hmm. it's it's still more it's more vertical than it used to be but the horizontal is tighter so it's more controllable in a generalistic sense right so you know it's it, it is it is what it is but yeah this if you control the pattern it's they're very 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 usable i would do when the news came out like the, the vowels went to like 300k at one point it was nuts people were just like clearing the flea market out of these things yeah. absolutely insane that's insane i i still think it's a bit heavy-handed honestly to go with an, another 18 after the 15 buff like they probably could have felt okay i don't know like i feel like they should walk this stuff in rather than just be like make such a massive change to these guns that have notoriously been like and i think in particular it's a problem for these because they're hard they're hard guns to balance they automatically come suppressed you hardly need to do anything to them the ammo is insanely yeah. good it's like they're they're really like knife edge balance kind of weapons and that's why I entitled my... I, I wasn't even clickbait. I was like, this could just break everything, right? And everyone, <laughs> everyone's just going to use VSS. The guy I killed earlier had one, and he just he didn't manage to fire a shot off at me. It's the only reason why I managed to survive. And then I took his, I went into factory, and I literally wiped the lobby and cleared, like... Because I, I needed to let some steam off after failing sniping for two days. Stepped into factory for the first time and just cleared five people out with it. Like, no problem. It was, it was insane. It was insane. People were just in class five armor, just like just straight through like i chewed through a two-man with one mag and then ran through and chewed through a second two-man with one with one mag it was honestly dude unreal it's unreal and i get you know I, I quite like factory and I, I back myself to be you know i'm better at factory than i am at like most of the other maps in the game even still right like I'm, i don't normally just wander into factory and just kill everybody <laughs> like it's not i don't know there's something it's i feel like it's too much i don't know so do you feel like there's Okay, let's say let's say I have a VSS, right? And I got mm-hmm. what SP six is probably like a good. Yeah, that's what I, I got SP six. What gun and ammo combination do you want to feel like you have equal power level to me? I guess it's calculating the math. Give him, let him cook. Dude, it's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's a. Uh... Like within within about ten or twenty meters, like it depends. Like in a straight up fight, mm-hmm. it's so hard to fight against that. Because I was doing, I was thinking about this before, and I was putting the video, and I had like some suggestions at the end, basically being like, play around the fact that they can't shoot you at range very well. Play around the fact that like they're going to have to reload, and the gun empties itself in like point two of a second, and there's only a thirty, and lots of people are kind of you know weekend warrioring the vss so they won't be bothered to buy the 40 you know there's like oh, 40k for a mag like nah this gun's okay a lot of people will be using the 20s dude i think i don't think in, in cqb it's like Maybe. so it's so hard to say uh, like the only other thing that's probably any better is like maybe an, an m4 or hk with like 995 995 in it or something yeah. or I can't like because the BP guns they fire a bit too slow. Right, right. Same with the seven sixteen eighty. Like maybe a foul that's got like you know M six one or something at point blank. <laughs> but like the guns are usable in the rest of the rest of the time. You know, it's like it's so it's so strong. 
It's okay. so strong. Honestly, so, it's like it's like I said in the video. It's like the P90 firing 762 BP. It's like how do you compete with that? So you're you're saying that it's hard to find uh, have a similar um it's it's hard to have an equal power level. Like not better but just equal. Like at best maybe an HK with 995 is what you're saying possibly. Maybe Point a foul. Like the only other thing I guess that that could rival it maybe is um like the MCX. The MCX might rival with it at the same with AP might yeah. rival it. But you can you can freaking buy SP6. This, this, right. this is the differentiating factor between this. <laughs> right. We're talking about like workbench three craft only like twelve hour ammo um ammo crafts that are going to beat this thing. BP AP6 um no B- BP uh. 300 Blackout AP, um, M995, M61, like all of these things are all like huge crafts in the workbench. You can just go and buy, and, 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 I, and I do, and lots of people say, oh, SP6 craft is so cheap, and it's just like, yeah, it is cheap, but like, who cares about money, right? I want to be crafting BP and M995 in my workbench. If I can buy SP6 for, for three times the price from Papor, I'm just going to buy it with Rubles. I'm wanna, sorry. Like, yeah, you want to craft the things that you don't have easily access to and you want to buy the things that you do have easy access to. Same argument for BT for the SV, SVD, right? It's like I never craft SMB because I can buy BT. It's basically the same, but I don't have to craft the damn thing. I could be making them 995 or BP instead, Right, is the argument. So anyway, for, on that basis, that's what makes this broken, I think. It's the fact that the ammo is really not restricted at all. And but dude, SP6 basically is the same pen as BP. It's, yeah. it's one less pen and the same damage. So, like, Kieran chat said Mutant with BP. But the Mutant has a 650 fire rate. Right, right. The Val, has a, the Val and the VSS has a 900 RPM fire rate and fires the same ammo. Yeah. You can't, and, and you can't get better than BP without stockpiling SAIAP, which, as I said earlier in the cast, I literally haven't seen a single round of it this morning. You can get a better ammo than SP6. There were two better ammos than SP6. One of them is now craftable, PAV9. The other one is barterable. You don't even need to go to the workbench <laughs> three to get BP. You can put BP on top of SPs. It's like, and then, and then, dude, it's like firing seven six two fifty four RBT out of a P ninety. Yeah, the fuck? and you don't even have to go to the workbench. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's nothing that rivals that in the whole game. Yeah, in, in, all, in all seriousness, there is nothing that rivals that in the whole game. Yeah, I mean, the the one caveat is, as you as you said, you know, it's not ideal for range i mean and and this is kind of the concerning thing with the vss in particular is if you master that spray okay and if you master the the fall like i could see a scenario where you're on shoreline in the open and you see a guy and he's just like running and you're just like some god gamer no skill issue ever existed i was born with superior god gamer skills or whatever you just like aim ahead you know you track him and you just pull down full auto and you just beam him from you know 100 meters and you're just that good i mean that's probably like the 0.01 percent of target players but i don't know it's just it's it's uh i i could see how it would be so difficult to find an equal power level um in terms of that close range quarter combat because i really don't think i mean yeah. the the one gun that i did look at i watched uh, i think it was like landmarks video of um him shooting some different guns after all the changes and the hk looked really good uh which i, I was kind of surprised by like the, the m4 looked worse than the hk which i thought was like confusing to me 
but I didn't watch his video actually. I haven't actually used the HK, so I'm not I'm not hundred percent certain about it. I haven't tried it out yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, great. That was just a, you know, me watching him. So who, yeah, who knows if you actually yeah. play with it, it might be completely different. But uh, yeah, I mean, if the HK, I mean, the HK is expensive to to mod out, and then you got to put N995 in there, and and you can't, you know, you can't just buy the ammo. So like you're saying, you just buy a VSS. I mean, they got to be like what 100k off the flea. I would imagine yeah, it's like 120. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe brand new. They're like 150. Maybe a bit more. Yeah. But you 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 slap a OPK six seven on there, or whatever, and and the mags punchy is 40 grand for the 30 rounder. But yeah, I mean, so what? You're talking like 200k plus ammo. That's like what yeah. eight eighty per round. Uh, or sorry, eight hundred per round. Eight hundred rubles per round. Depends what you do. If you if you craft it, it's like 600, 800, something like that. But if you if you buy it, like SP6 is quite a lot. It's um it's like fifteen hundred, I think. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah, I mean it's 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 yeah, it's a lot. Let me just it's kind of check. pricey. It is it is pricey. Yeah, it's twelve it's twelve hundred. Twelve five five. Twelve okay. five five. I don't know. I mean maybe maybe it's okay on the economical side. Yeah, economics but fine. Like, I'm just, it's, it's, that's the difference between like being able to buy it. Like it could be as expensive as it likes in some ways. Yeah. But this, but the fact that you can buy it consistently from at least the ammo every, every three hours. Yeah, I mean the gun. Maybe they could like make the gun spawn less, and because I don't think you you can barter for it, but the barter's like not worth it to my understanding. So I think yeah, it's like think eight spots for the VSS. <laughs> it's exactly. something ridiculous, like eight long flat screwdrivers and eight gas mask or air. I don't know. It's something. Maybe ridiculous. you think of a different one. It's it's one flat screwdriver, one CFDM. Radio and a car battery. Apparently, I've never oh, done this barter myself. That's a, that just sounds annoying to do. And it costs 160k to do it. Okay. Well, point is, it does sound real. It does sound. It can get a bit pricey, but I don't know if that matters when you can buy the ammo readily available. Whereas to get a a, a com, somewhat competitive, uh, similar gun, you would have to. Craft 995, Craft BP. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe F. You know, Craft uh, AP for the MP7. If you even dare do that, I don't know. It's my biggest worry with it is it looks a little too laser beamy in the right hands. So we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I just think it's too strong in CQB, and yeah, yeah. it has it has some mag problems, but you can. You can get thirties. It's you know it's okay, but that's the that's the really the only way to play around it is like to try to get them to run out. Like you, it's still not amazing if you're like one person against a squad. Like it's not the ideal gun for that necessarily. Like against a duo that are clumped, it's fine. But if you're trying to fight like multiple people and you have to get forced to reload and stuff, it can be a bit can be a bit touch and go because of the the speed of the. The speed of the, uh, the the weapon is like other equivalent weapons, like the P90, has a 50 round mag. An MP7, which is 50 RPM higher, has a 40 round mag. So it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not the best, but it's, it's a little bit better. Like a lot of these other weapons usually have an ability to get something slightly larger than that. So like having 30 max, it's a bit, it's a bit problematic. And then, you know, the, you spend rubles at the speed of light when you fire, fire it at anybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, honestly, I think like within, Within the sort of 40 meters, within the 30 to 40 meters range, it, re- it very quickly starts to become the best weapon available, mm. I think. Uh, if, you, if you have it in, set in the right way, 
and you're aiming right and you, you understand how, how to pull down on it slightly and uh, you've got the right ammo mix. Right. I, just, I don't think there's anything that technically beats it right now because of, because of this change. As I said, I think it's a hard, I think it's a hard one to balance just because of the way the ammo is and the way that the gun is. Yeah, I mean, I honestly wish, I think it would be if you made it more viable for sniping, um, which, I, you know, obviously you can't, you really don't want to change the uh, muzzle velocity or the bullet velocity because mm -hmm. that just kind of contradicts what they're going for. Um, but, you know, unfortunately the meta is just full auto. Like, that's kind of how, as Nikita said, it's all about auto compensation. So, eh. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I don't see. know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's extremely strong. So, like, I've used it, I've used it a bit and it, Feels good. I used it on that one full factory raid, and it felt absolutely insane. But like the re the recoil isn't. It's like I said in the vid, right? The recoil isn't zero, but the recoil no. isn't zero on the MP7 either, right? But like I once mean, you learn how to control it, it's fine. But you know, I, it doesn't doesn't feel like because it, it doesn't it doesn't have a great PMC you know auto control statistic, right? So it does move up in the air, but it has once it stabilizes, then it's like all the others. But it's but for me, it's more that it's consistent. It's you know like the the foul, for example, um, it still has like twenty two, I think, uh, degrees of horizontal mm. variance. Um, or or a good example is is the AUG. Remember the AUG when it first came out? Yeah, it was really and bad. It was like 30-something. I was like, I can't remember. It was some massive number. I think it was like 30 angle or something. I think it was 45. So was it 45? I no think. Way. So uh, this is how I... This is If I'm correct, it's a right angle, right? So imagine a V that, you, you know, it's a right angle, 45 degrees. But instead of it being a V, you know, where the, the, the point that connects, the lines connect is just like a V. It's turned to a right angle. To the right. So the gun literally had a chance to go perfectly to the right and then perfectly up and anywhere in between. So <laughs> it was just like the most bizarre gun, which, you know, you could mod it and get low recoil, but it's still like just really bizarre and weird to use and inconsistent. Oh. And uh, my point is, if when you take, you could still have that same angle that you could have a gun that has a ton of recoil, but it goes up in a perfectly 45 degrees to the right. And it has yeah. mass, you know, it has like insane recoil, but it's, it's super consistent, which means that you, the player, you can consistently just pull down at that angle, which then kind of like negates all that recoil. If you perform the skill check correctly. And that's my concern to be as dude, the footage was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this looks so good. Like if I was playing that probably would be the gun. I would be using and trying to practice Swift to get God Gamer skills above to 100%. Where I stomp noobs and <laughs> collect Timmy's dog tags. Yeah. It, it, I think it is. Because it's, it's the only weapon now that most of the time you have to be thinking about all this other stuff, right? And that's what they wanted this wipe to be like with the crafting ammo and all that, all those changes. Right, right. One of the only guns that you can now just like no brain load out and just go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it was expensive sometimes, but you can you can buy the ammo, you can buy the gun, you can buy the mags, right. you can just buy all the stuff, you would take it off the flea, put it together, and off you go. It's like the only weapon left, really, that you can just like MP7 is kind of like that in some ways, but like the ammo is like it's not rated against class five. Like, yeah, you can yeah. get through it eventually, but like this is this is bonkers. It's bonkers. It's just the, the full cross section of the gun's amazing. It'll deal with class five completely fine. It's got insane fire rate. The recoil's now really good. You can buy all the ammo. It's freely available in the fleet. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's freely available in the fleet. You do shred the durability on the gun really quickly when you when you use it. So the thing just like shakes itself apart whenever you fire it. But <laughs> you know, again, it's an that's really an economic thing. Like, yeah, you might run into some jams, maybe. But if you're buying yeah. ones that are close to full or repairing that's them, up to, I mean, even up in the nineties, I, I feel like does the chance? I can't actually remember whether the chance increases as it goes lower and lower and lower. I think it does. Uh, the, yeah, I believe it does. I think so, there's a after fifty, it starts like drastically increasing. Yeah, yeah, I recall. Yeah. But even then, like if you're up in the ninety threes or whatever, you get you buy one off the fleet that's like forty five out of ninety six. You repair it, it goes to ninety three out of ninety three. You use it a bit, it's going to go down to like mid eighties quite quickly, and then like to low eighties, and then into the seventies. I don't know whether you're going to get a jam. Honestly, like you might, but only if you're really going hard on that thing that like, you're going to get a jam. I feel I don't know. I still I've still not had any jams on anything other than playing scav this wipe, and I've been paying much less attention to repairing and and, and stuff. Like the one that I've got, I'll have to. I'm almost tempted to pull it up because I played the whole factory through with it and didn't get a jam. I'll actually find out what the VSS I used earlier was. I'll I'll bring it up in the background. But yeah, it's it's mad, it's mad. Yep. You can see the oh, Tarkov screen opening up. It's like it's like I've been flashbanged. <laughs> Gosh, yes, it's crazy. So I don't know. It's I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to use it every time. Like it just doesn't feel. It feels like the one I said before. Nothing feels broken. Now I was talking about the fifteen percent, right? This this additional change. I just don't think it was necessary. I feel like the gun would have felt pretty good with the original fifteen percent. I think the the base fit. I can't remember what I said now. I put it in the vid. I went from yeah. fifty to forty four or something. I think after the first change or forty five, and then it went from forty five to thirty eight. After the second change, it's like it would have been pretty good at forty-five. Also, I think it's I hard think to say. Anyway. I mean, it's hard to say. It is hard yeah, to say without actually testing. But it was. I mean, keep in mind that the it's the VSS and Valve have gotten basically nerfs after nerfs after nerfs. Like, mm-hmm. there's been some buffs here and there, um, like but my, like very minor things, like camera recoil. I think is one that stands out, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't. Know, I think it might be. I think it might be okay. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. So let okay. Let's put it this way. I haven't repaired this gun. Okay. I, I got it off somebody else. Then I used it on factory and killed five people. Its max durability when I when I got it was eighty three point eight, and it is now seventy seven point point seven. I I didn't really even pay attention. Dude, you're, and you're, just you're crazy. Factory, <laughs> I just went through factory and just used this thing. You're crazy. No I shot. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't really seem to get many. Don't yeah. really seem to get many jams. Like when you're above, sort of, when you're in the sort of seventy. I don't know. Maybe I'm lucky, but I don't know. If you want to buy, if you want to buy a hundred, hundred VSS right now. Yeah, there's actually one for 95. I'm going to pick that up. Other than that, they're 166. I just snagged a bargain, by the way. 
Yeah. I don't 166K know. I just, for, for 101. I just hate taking chances like that. It just doesn't yeah. feel good. Feels I, just, I, honestly, I honestly just didn't, I didn't even realize. I, I remember seeing it was a bit low. And that's mm. why I was like, oh, maybe let's go and check. I actually, I actually didn't realize it was in the 70s. Like, that is quite, that is quite bad. It's quite bad. Yeah, the valve's a bit different, I think, because they're normally they're normally hundred. Because most people find them in a the box. Yeah, you can get them on. I think you can get them. Can you get them on rogues? I feel like maybe. Because there's there's a bunch of these that are like low durability on the fleet. So they must have gotten them off AI. VSS or valves? The valve. I'm pretty sure you can get them off uh, raiders. Like yeah, maybe it's like raiders or rogues. Unless they've changed that. There's some major ones, but like, yeah, most of them are 100 out of 100 because I reckon most people are getting that yeah. boxes. I would have thought. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Good, good now. Good now. All right. Um, should we talk about the uh, uh, events? Yes. The conclusion of it, I think. Indeed. So we should talk about the events. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Where we left off, we were in the middle of the bandage event. The bandage event had sped up and was accelerating into the weekend. The the bandage event rewards had been leaked and they were bad. I can't remember what they were, but they were bad and people were questioning whether they were the right rewards or not. It turns out they were not. They were not the right rewards. Whether that was because they got leaked and they were bad and everyone was crying or because... They were just hiding it on purpose from the data miners. We will never know. However, the event finished, and it turned out that no matter what you did, no matter how many you gave in, you got the same reward. You could the event finished, and you could even hand in one bandage of each type and complete the thing <laughs> after it was finished and after the rewards became public, which is quite funny. But basically, everybody who did it got five surgery levels and five health levels, which is you know getting skill points is actually yeah. pretty pretty nice. A tons. med case. Yeah. Tons med of hours case. right there. Indeed. A med case, four grizzlies, two Vaselines, five Propitols, and five... Is it five? I think it was five or six. I can't quite read it. A bunch of Propitols and a bunch of ETGs. So that was kind of cool. Um, you actually did get something of, of worth for that, which was, which was nice. Then the, when the bandage event finished, there was a video that was released i think it was chronicles of rizzy part two that was released after that oh one thing that mm. i just remembered uh they also changed the uh the you can't sell med cases on the um flea market anymore true and that might be because of people were speculating it was because of this event because the market got completely flooded with med cases as you might imagine like, i actually picked up uh, i actually picked up some grizzlies I picked up some Propitols and I picked up some ETGs because they were really, really cheap. Like, Propitols are really expensive, this wipe. I, I, I was going to say, I don't know why, but probably most players above level 30 or 40 probably use one every single raid. Yeah. That's probably the reason. <laughs> so they were ticking up. You know, they were 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 24, 26. And they were getting up to like 28. And then this hit. And then they were down to 17. So I bought a bunch then. But I think they're back now. The backup, like does it, all of them. Does it still remove pain? Like, I, yes, I thought they, they took that back. out. Okay, okay. They put it back on. Yeah, they put it back yeah. on. So all all of the old stuff that did pain, the adrenaline, the um, and the and the morph. Uh, so yeah, the adrenaline, the morphine, and the and the propotol all 
had pain again. Okay. And that other one got got painkiller on Trimadol, I think, because the SJ6, like the, the buffed SJ6, it's like um, got a three stamina regen rather than two. That one, okay. that one got given pain later, <laughs> like when all, the, when all the others got it given back, which is kind of weird. So mm. I don't know. But anyway, um, so Chronicles of Rizzy Part 2 got released after right. the bandage event finished. That one is basically Rizzy stumbling around and being dragged into a surgery place uh, by some dudes who picked him, the dudes who picked him up off the um, off the battlefield, I think. Mm-hmm. And he gets it's really quite uneventful. He gets healed by this doctor, um, the doctor who's referenced in the the bandage event quest because therapist was like, "Oh, I've got a friend. She's like healing this important patient." So that's the doctor. Like she's the one in in Chronicles of Rizzy Part Two. She's the one who heals him. She's the blue-haired doctor is what we're, what we're calling her now. And she's therapist's contact. And she says, oh, I've got to go and speak to the therapist at the end. It's basically what she says. Then there is a... I can't remember exactly what form this came in, but there's like a link. Oh, I think it's in a... Maybe it's in a letter or something. Um, there's a link to the ARRS terminal again. So nice guy and his, you know, band of bandits went and did all of their, their stuff. I wasn't really keeping up um, on exactly what they were doing. I just kind of saw the end result. So I don't know what they had to do to get there. Um, but they unlocked a series of pictures, one which was all the... You remember when we had the last event with like the bottles all around the world? It was like the kid, the people who got kidnapped and they were saying that their like DNA was like was important. And there was like one in the US, there was one in France, there was one in Japan... Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Those letters were, again, in... Or they were they were kind of like a part of whatever it is that they uncovered using the ARS terminal this time, as well as a bunch of pictures. Hmm. And... Oh, actually, yeah, the, sorry, I, I missed something else. So the other part of Chronicles of Rizzy 2 is there's, um, like, a bit about uh, Rishala, like, just the gang of... They're just, like, thugs, wherever, you know? They're just, like, right. a gang of thugs doing stuff and, like, beating people up. And there's... Um, and there's a guy who is being referred to as Tan Man, who we're not really sure who he is. He's getting like beaten up by Rashala in one of the pictures. There's the blue head. So the the through the pictures basically are, like the blue head doctor with Sanitar. So mm. she's got some shady business going. On. Like we 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 basically know that the therapist is like you know she's she's got some she's got some dirt. We know this. She's like she's surely terror group affiliated. She must be. And some of the tasks, yeah, she actually do like really shady things. She's supposed to be this like. You know, good person helping people and she's just like go and murder all of them you know it's like really weird so anyway she's got this contact who's like clearly a, a terror group employee because she's in this picture with Thanatar she said there's also a picture of her speaking to Ragman then Ragman is speaking to the tan pants guy and the tan pants guy in another picture is getting mugged by Rishala so exactly where he fits into this is not really it's not really um certain then right at the end of all this, they uncovered a letter from Mr. Kerman, if you remember from last time, was sort of some mystical figure who was helping out Rizzy doing the hack, right, along with the community. And there's a thing he says, like, you've come so far, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, does, it doesn't really mean anything, but it's just like, um, a world is happy and bright isn't realistic to me. It may sound like I have trauma or something, but I believe the world is a wasteland is not kind to us. These aren't my words. If you want to find your father and more importantly, show the world what Terror Group really is, be prepared for anything. Do not strand away from friendship, even with former PMCs. They're just as deluded as you are and also just want to find the truth. And there's a link to a YouTube video. The YouTube video is an unlisted video on the BSG uh, channel. And it's basically security camera footage from labs. Or what looks like labs. It, it, it sure looks like labs. I'm pretty sure it is labs. Um, and what happens in the video is a group of PMCs 
presumably USEC. I, I couldn't identify them directly, but I, like it, it must be USEC. Actually, I'm skipping ahead slightly. Let me, let me just pedal back two seconds. So sure. the, blue head doctor, the blue head doctor comes into Sanatar's office. There's two cameras, one in the hallway and one outside, and one in the, one in the office. Blue Head Doctor comes down the hallway with the document, goes into Sanatar's office with, with whatever it is that they're looking at. Then it flicks back to the outside. A guy with like a full hazmat suit brings one of the blue barrels into the hallway. And the blue barrels are interesting because I remember looking into this ages ago. There's like this blue ice thing that they're producing in the lab. And actually in, in chemical part one to four, Skia's talking about like the blue versus the yellow substance. And there's yellow barrels and there's blue barrels. So like, you know, I don't know, there's, there's something there. So... Anyway, so after he delivers the thing, a group of presumably USEC PMCs come down the corridor with a, a collection of what look like patients, uh, presumably they're test subjects of some kind. They're walking down the hallway. As they get partway down and outside of Sanatar's office, a team of, um, they basically they all start getting shot and a team of um, PMCs, opposing PMCs, rush in and like, you know, raid the area. And all of the hostage people, well, not hostages, but the, the subjects are all, you know, crouched down on the ground. Sanatar and the Blue Head Doctor make a, a run for it. And these, these PMCs, presumably Bear, turn up with Tan Pants Man. And the most interesting thing about all of it, which is what I got from Nice Guys, because I, I wouldn't have cross-referenced this myself. What I got from Nice Guys video was the, sub, the test subjects in the hallway do broadly seem to match up with the letters from each of the people who've been kidnapped and have been sent to terror group for further testing right each okay. letter does seem to does seem to relate to an individual person within that hallway the very final person in the grouping looks like the guy who we're pretty certain is rishi's dad because he was the one who was at the arena so he's the same guy there but he's in this in this footage as a patient and tan man like specifically goes over and like checks to make sure he's okay it's kind of intriguing so i'm sorry rishi's dad is the guy in the arena in the first video that we were well, following he, the character i thought that was really one who disappeared the one who disappears in the background you remember i said there was a guy oh who yes in yes the crowd? i do remember yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was the guy in the crowd who disappears yeah. and he is the same as like the final test subject in this early piece of footage because santa is still working at labs it looks like at this point this looks like it's just before the fall or something like that it's hard to know okay so yeah, so that's basically where we've got to. Like those pictures, BSG actually then released onto their official Twitter. So you can go and look and see on the at Tarkov page. There's like a bunch of them there with them talking to IRL Ragman and all this kind of stuff. But where that leaves us, not really sure. We'll probably get a next, well, we, we should get another part of the Chronicles, I think, soon. Yeah. Um, and we'll see kind of what happens next. But it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I quite, you know, I quite like the lore, but I wish we got a little bit, I hope it's all going to be coherent with the main story and not just like random. But it's, it's kind of cool that these things do seem to be linking together and whatnot. But that's basically it. I hope I haven't missed anything out. I think, I think, that's, I think, I think that's it. It's quite hard to, to track and follow it, actually. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> more things just lead more to uh, things just lead to having more questions, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to know most of the answers to these things until we get the, the single player campaign on mm-hmm. 1.0 release whenever that's going to be but you know it, it it solidifies quite strongly a lot more of the links between therapist and terror group right there's like an actual contact middle person now who is an associative therapist in some fashion who's directly linked to sanitar but we know that therapist doesn't want you to kill sanitar before because there's that quest right there's colleagues part three 
where she says, don't kill Sanatar. And Jaeger says, yes, do kill Sanatar. Right? There's, that quest has been around for maybe two wipes, three wipes. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting that it's called, it's called freaking colleagues, dude. Right. Like it's, she's, yeah. a ter- she's a terror group person. She's, yeah. she must be, she must be involved in the experiments in some way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it's like kind of hard to, kind of hard to know. One random, random piece of, I guess not like, it's not even trivia, but speculation for me. Okay. Is, Apparently, so all of the people within the these these films are, were all devs. So none of them are actual yeah. actors; they're all devs. And I don't know whether this is just my rudimentary listening to you know Russian speakers or something like that. But the blue haired doctor, she sounds, and I'm probably going to get yeah. You know, someone will probably tell me no, that's completely false. That like you just can't hear it because you know you're an English speaker. She sounds like the spitting image of the lab's announce the voice announcer to me. Oh, that's funny. I'd have to listen again and see. Yeah, that's not funny. that that probably matters necessarily, but like mm. if they use a lot of the people to do the voices and stuff, I'm like, oh, maybe there is a high chance that yeah, she did the original voices for that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what her role is at BST or anything like that. But I was like, she sounds a lot like the lab's voice announcer to me, at least, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. After I thought it, I couldn't unhear it. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I have to uh, have to check that out and see because now I'm curious. Mm. I didn't pick up mm. on that. I mean, I didn't go and like you know play the thing and then listen to that. I didn't like compare the next week. It was just <laughs> as I was watching it, I was just like, oh, yeah. I wonder. I was like, this does sound like uncannily similar, which I thought was quite fun. Yeah, no, I'm just curious because I can I can hear the labs uh, a voice in my head, but I can't recall her voice in the video. So yeah, I'm just yeah. curious. I don't know. It's probably it's probably not the case because the lab's voice has been. I mean, it could be, dude. I mean, you know, who knows what, you know, like you said, they, BSG said, it's all they're really proud of what they're doing with with this stuff. I think it's pretty cool, and they're all part of Dev Team, so it's it's not impossible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think that I think that's it for that. So, do you have any particular burning topics that you're? Um, I have I have one more thing. It's relatively quick, but I, I want to give you the opportunity to voice your feelings. If there's anything that you you want to cover, then we we can do. I, I was just going to say I'm I'm been musing, pondering more about the the recoil, uh, rework and stuff and things like this. You know, um, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about making the video. You know, the the. The cogs are turning, you know, I've probably said this a million times about a million different things, but, you know, I feel like it might be more, more likely, uh, to happen. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm think I'm trying to think more right now, more about thumbnail and title stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a good way to start, but, uh, best way to start. Yeah. Cause essentially Nikita said, I can't remember where. I think I saw this in a Nice Guy video, actually, because he, he, he played the clip from Nikita. Nikita was like, yeah, maybe we'll have a, a, the system in in summer, or a little bit afterwards. I was like, damn, summer's like right around the corner. I want to mm-hmm. at least, you know, attempt something uh, just to get it oh, out there. Then. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I kind of regret not uh, back in the Apex Legend days, and then like, I think even before like season one came out, like it was just the hot thing. I made this. I still have the document. I pulled it up the other day because one of my old buddies came in the chat. We were chat, chatting about Apex, but uh, yeah, I still have like an old document of like some of the changes I was like proposing. And then 
what ended up happening before I could get the document finished, they came out with a patch and they did address, you know, many of the things. Some of them were mm. like the exact things I had written down. And then some of them were like just a different direction. But I don't know. It's just kind of fun to, uh, to do yeah, something like that. Cool. No. And you can't, and you have to preempt it, right? That's the thing. You have to get it in there before the change happens. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's just like a fun. I think these types, of, like how we were talking about, you know, the the, the skill issue stuff. You know, the, all these in in because Tarkov's so unique. Like it, it doesn't have matchmaking. So when you have a lot of these like skill based stuff in there, it makes it's kind of a pain point for players you know it, it can't that's like one thing with the cycle is the, the the better guns in this season in particular with all changes the better guns they did the ones that you progress towards the in-game guns mm-hmm. they one of them is called the core 47 which is essentially the ak-47 and it has like right. no recoil and its stats are like okay but it's like it's really great at killing ai Whereas, like, the starter guns are really bad at killing someone with stronger AI. Yeah. But it, as far as, like, competing with other players, it's, like, the time to kill difference between, like, a low-gear player and a high-gear player isn't that great. Like, they're, they're... Some of the actual, like, meta PvP guns are, like, green tier now. So, like, just mm. above common. You know, it's... it's yeah. It's weird. Um... But it has matchmaking, but then again, you got this weird progression. Like can, matchmaking as well. It's like people who uh, do so one. Part of it the starter map does have gear based matchmaking. <laughs> so if you and this is funny too, if you bring in blue, any blue attachment, you'll be match of blue players. I think is how it works. I don't know if it's like blue and down, but definitely mm. blue players. And you could, this is what you could do. You can bring a blue rarity key card or key into your container, but have starter gear on, white gear, and then compete against those guys. And basically, mm. but, and again, your TTK is like not that, like the gaps are like sec, like a second, maybe, you know? And it's, it's just like the, the way it's, it's, it's like KS23 naked PMC, like, you know, you lose nothing. Like the starter gear is so cheap, but it's you get so gear cheap if you win. because their yeah. ammo with this new season they changed the ammos up. The going from white to blue, I think it's blue. Uh, I think it's maybe it's not blue. Maybe it's the next one up, which would be purple. White to purple, which is one, two, three, four tiers up, is ten times more expensive. So if my stack of one hundred and twenty rounds is. 300 credits theirs is 3000 credits so it's like but again the they're not the the difference in pvp is not really that big whereas pve Mm -hmm. it's much wider so it's just right it's there's a lot of weird stuff going on and that's cool though and again the 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 core the exotic you know the legendary in-game game has extremely low recoil like a super easy control so it's like should it be like you're i don't it's just there's a lot of that's kind of like we're talking about the vss like should it be Mm. the most expensive thing and the ammo is super expensive should it be super easy whereas like the the starter guns are like harder to use but they're not that 
you know, the gaps aren't that wide between PvP. I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting yeah. thing and it kind of plays out. Uh, it makes, it makes feel like PvP is not really that rewarding. Uh, the more you bring in, you just feel like it's yeah. only for PvE and how much value is that? Debatable. So anyways. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like, I like, I like hearing about this stuff because it's, it's like an, a complete, it's like a similar thing, but like another take. That's, that's why I always like these, these, um, you know, tangentially related games to Tarkov because it's a different system and you see different problems. And, yeah. And yeah, that's different, like different player behaviors coming out of a different system. It's fascinating. Then tying it back to Tarkov, I just, I, I, my fear is they're going to make the recoil system much more skill based and, like heavily focus on the action side and kind of disregard the RPG side, and I just worry that the pain point for not having any matchmaking of any sort uh, might just be a little. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they'll go that way, but it's not, impo- it's not impossible. You know, mm. it might yeah. even, it might even be like a mixture. Like it's, it, there's a little bit of skill, kind of like Call of Duty. Call of Duty, like you got to pull down, and you kind of have to like adjust on the fly. It's kind of there's a bit of RNG into it. Um, so it's kind of like a middle ground. But again, there's matchmaking there. So I just, I don't know. That's my, that's my worry. Anyways, ran over. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. What you got? Yeah, the only thing that, the only thing that I was going <clears> to, <throat> and it should be quite, it should be quite quick because I've like, not come to any like strong conclusions yet. But okay. I mentioned this just before we started the church. They sort of knows like the topic. But, we talked last time about collateral and blood damage because we talked a lot about PvP. And there's a lot of chatter amongst the creator community in particular about collateral like spillover from black limbs, about blunt damage, like that kind of stuff. There's a lot of chat about it at the moment. And it, I think that's become exacerbated with certain clips that people are trying to analyze. And I actually started having a look at a couple recently because um, there was a clip from Jesse where he's wearing a slick Mm-hmm. And he's on streets, and he runs around the corner. Shame I don't have it to like show show you, but it doesn't matter too much. He runs around the corner, and then a guy opens fire at like basically ninety degrees to his left. Okay, and it's like I can't remember the precise order of operations, but it's it's like it's like one hit, black arm, like chest takes a blunt hit. I think maybe his, maybe his stomach gets blacked, and then he dies. And it's like kind of it's like kind of nuts. I don't know. It's just like it's so it's so fast the TTK, and it was from a shrimp with ES, so not even BT. So it's like you know damage is good, but not insane. And I tried to like break it down myself, and um, it just didn't really seem to make make much sense. I was like, I just don't understand how he dies here. Like, there's just not really any way. Like, even the, the blunt damage on the thorax, so he takes, it takes a few shots, but the blunt damage on the thorax is just not enough to kill you if you take, you know, the, the shots that it says in the end of Raid Report. So I've been, like, musing about this, and then there was a clip from Velian as well, and he, he like, died. It was like, those were, that was less problematic. Like, it was like, yeah, you probably should have died there, fine. But I just, like, was trying to understand exactly how how it was working. And again, it was like he turned to the side, he got shot in the arm and then died. And I was like, hmm, this is weird. And there's, 
there was something I don't know whether I even mentioned it on here, but I started to look into there was about three different people at one point, maybe about a month ago, who were reporting that they were getting shot in the arm and then their body had like collaterals all over it. They took like two shots to the arm or something, but they had like six collaterals, like two or three. I think it was like two shots versus like four collaterals everywhere. Well, on the end, something on along the those lines. Post raid screen. Post raid, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like some, something weird like that. Something really weird like that. Um, and yeah, part, some of it is some of it's to do with desync because you can't really like you can't match up what happened properly because the server knows the order that it thinks that you that you took and died in. You know the client side what version, right? So it depends on the order that you would deliver the shots in as, as your client. So it does make it a bit a bit problematic but there's a feature of the ballistic <laughs> system that i was n- not aware of or that i maybe was aware of in the past but had forgotten about okay and i call it a feature because it's not strictly a bug it's just a bit weird so since they changed the blacked limb thing so you used to be able to you used to be able to have your limbs black so this is where the whole canted meta came from right you used to be able to have your, your arms like this. People would shoot you in the arm. It would get blacked. And then when you got shot, you weren't penning the arm, even though it was blacked. You, the damage was going into the arm and then being distributed. And people were using the arms as, a, as basically you had to get through the whole HP pool to kill them rather than just hitting the thorax because it should have gone through the blacked arm. I mean, that was a you know, game balance change that they made to go through. Once it's blacked, it goes through and pens into the chest instead. Mm-hmm. Fine. What I hadn't realized about the ramification of this, or had forgotten recently, as I say, if you're, if now, if you're up like this, right. and you get shot here in the arm, like right. all of this, this arm, I guess, is better. If you get shot here in the arm, and it's a high enough pen, and it goes through, mm-hmm. it can hit you in the arm again, second time, and deal the damage again. So I had, I had Bellion in my chat and I watched his clip and mm. I was like, I just don't really understand like why there's so much damage coming from the arm here. I went and raided. He was just like, you know, thanks for watching the clips, da da da. And like, I was going to DM him later um, about like what armor because he was because I asked him what armor basically. I, he, I saw this clip that he put out and I asked him what armor he was wearing. It was a full Bagari and he just got shredded by BT. So I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, I went to raid Airwing's um, stream. Lo and behold, he's in co-op offline with Velian. So I was like, oh, this is kind of a funny thing. And they were testing precisely that, which is, you know, so full credit for the, you know, reminding me of this thing from Airwing. But he was testing it with, with Valiant. And you, you do get double, basically get double damage. If you have enough pen, now, and it's you, enough to go through, it'll double hit the arm. Now, when you say enough pen, what does that mean? I'm Don't not familiar know. with that. Okay, so you're telling me that oh, we have built-in arm armor? <laughs> well, yeah, because like there's a pen threshold for penetrating surfaces, and the PMC is a surface of some kind. Too. Oh, I see. And, and there's a pen reduction through a surface. I don't know precisely okay. what it is. And if you try the, I, I chat saying it's twenty. I, I think it's probably twenty as well because that's like you know there's there's a lot of thre- thresholds around twenty yeah. for like fragmentation, non-fragmentation, right. that kind of thing. So prop 20 makes sense, but you know, broadly speaking, a rip round doesn't do it. And a BT round does do it. So mm. it's somewhere in the middle there between the two. <clears throat> Suffice to say, if you get shot in the unarmored arm right. with BT and the rest of your arm is behind you, you get hit twice. If you get hit with M80 in the unarmored arm, you basically take 160. So it's not 160, but it's like, you know, it's, 
it's the 160 damage multiplied by whatever the non-black like splash over is times 0.7. Like it can be it can be really big. So you can yeah. you can die really really fast to certain bullets, mm. even with the slick on. And what makes it even worse is because of the because of the way that the spillover works, right? It just proportionally applies a percentage to the full like versus the full HP of each limb. If you take some blunt damage too to your thorax, it just like it, it kills you so fast. Like it just kills you so quickly in certain situations. Yeah. Now it's not like this is the thing, it's not strictly a bug because like if the bullet goes right. through and shoots you twice, like yeah, in real life, that's gonna right, like right. that's like strictly worse than getting shot once and it getting lodged in, I suppose. But at the same time, though, at the same time, is this good for the game? Yeah. I think not. I mean, not only but that, I mean, I would presume there'd be some energy loss going through the first, you know, forearm coming out yeah. into the, you know, bicep. Like, it would have to lose some kinetic energy, so it should do less. Mm. Maybe, but maybe the system calculates for that in target. Yeah, so I don't I, know. So but. I don't know whether it's just a pen calc. And because it then hits unarmored again, like there's right. no damage mitigation. I haven't tested it. I, I was watching Ewing and testing mm. it with Zellian, and it seemed like it was double from point blank from the stuff that they tested. Like, mm. But they did, they did a few random tests. They did a test with RIP just to see, well, or it was ACP RIP, sorry, 0.45 RIP. Tested that. They tested like a bit of MAT, a bit of BT. So it wasn't like super, super conclusive. Like it wasn't tabulated out or anything like that, but it seemed to be double. Like I agree with you. Like if, if they're going to, if it's going to go through, right, it should, Whatever happens to the pen, if the pen halved or something like it should half the damage as well, right? You really should, you really would think so, rather than just applying, you know, fifty damage again or something, whatever it is. Um, but I feel that this might, this feature, might be the reason for the angst against the blunt and collateral system because it looks like blunt damage is the problem because you take like say four blunt damages to the chest through a slick, and then you get shot in the arm and die, and it's like, oh well, the spillover. The, th- blunt, the blunt damage must be so high that the spillover killed me. Yeah. When, where that's like, that is technically and strictly true. But the problem is, the real problem is that the M80 is dealing like 140 damage a shot. That's the real problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that probably happens with things like M61 and stuff. That's probably the reason why M61 is so good, right? Because it can probably go through like two arms and then to your chest. I don't know how many times you can get hit with one bullet. I'm not sure. But if you've got the high enough pen, you might be able to pen through multiple limbs and deal full damage all the way through i don't i don't know i mean even sure. even in the scenario where it hits the arm and then hits the armor that's still like a good outcome in most like yeah i mean in general it'd be a good outcome in most cases I yeah mean, like there's certain bullets doing... where you might go just get I, I i did a video on this and i can't actually i can't remember what my own conclusions were but you might just get one shot it could be, yeah, and that's some very niche scenario. Yeah, it could be very possible. But like previously, this wasn't possible. So you've you've effectively buffed rounds that can penetrate arms, mm. armor. Like you do more damage now in general. And in the case, like if you have a really like M80 is probably a great example. Like you could do a ridiculous damage output. Which I just I don't really like that. The I've never really loved the whole like arm damage, leg damage system. Like it, it's kind of one of those things. It's like it's a weird conundrum where it's like when I use it, it doesn't work. 
but when they use it, it works. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of annoying. Um, but it's just like I almost feel like the system in a way uh, i don't know maybe because it's part of the problem too i feel like is fragmentation isn't implemented like it is implemented but it isn't and that's definitely <sighs> the problem and we don't know fully how like i might go and do some more tests on that because there's lots of stuff that's broken about that like i know cz's done a lot of stuff on that and i've spoken to him before but it's just like it's it's really weird and like the, the mm. numbers on the on the wiki it's it's amazing actually that nobody's come and like kind of like figured it out at this point i guess it requires somebody to go and do all the testing and stuff like i actually well, I, i've i think the conclusions from before were that even the percentage chances to fragment were not correct the multiplier definitely isn't one and a half it's, mm. it's more so you could take like you could take an i don't know whether you could take like a shot in the arm and it fragment and then or like a, a shot in the arm, it goes through. It pens. It goes goes through to the second arm, like the second arm hit, and then fragments in the in the arm again. Right. Like afterwards, whether you can get two sets of fragmentation, I don't think so. I think you can only get one. But if it like if you shot through first and then it fragments on the second hit, like you could do an insane amount of damage, especially given that it's now busted and seems to be about one point eight rather than one and a half. It depends on the bullet, it seems, and it's is it seems to be inconsistent. Like you can imagine M eighty getting shot twice and the second one's a fragmentation. At like one point eight times, like that's like half your health pool. Yeah, from one shot to the arm. I yeah, know, which it, it almost feels like uh, your armor is like you know not like your arm. It doesn't feel good to bring out good armor. Like you know what I mean. Like the like a slick is a great example because you're mm. a you're giving away your stomach, and then b if you're getting hits. And the arm twice, and then just you know, theoretical tuner damage is being spilled over to your thorax. It's almost like I should have just brought a class four just for you know to cover a baseline instead of this. I don't know. It's yeah. There's like so many. I, I wonder if it would feel better if the post raid screen was hyper detailed. Like, okay, bullet shot one, went through forearm, hit this arm, it fragmented on the second exit of the forearm, and it did this much damage. Like, you know what I mean? And then people could be like, oh, okay, so he got like a 1% lucky shot mm -hmm. in this niche scenario. He shot me five times in the chest that brought me down to, you know, 30 HP and then hit me in the arm. And because the, you know, round, you know what I mean? I wonder if that would help sort of alleviate the angst against this blunt damage spillover. But yeah. I think so. I think so. You'd need like, you know, your, your player and you'd be on full HP and it'd almost be like a replay and you go like, you know, shot one, shot two, shot three. Yeah. And you can see each, each shot step yeah. and what it actually did. And it says like, you know, within each shot, it would be like A, B, C, you know, like on the application of the damages <laughs> and stuff like this. And like we had like a weird one on Velian's one, which I was like, I didn't really understand. And it was like when he got shot in the left arm with BT twice and he had two collaterals on his head and one collateral on his leg and i was like that's funny and that somebody funny. in chat suggested that they suggested that because the collateral the final collateral is was what killed him which i think is true actually i think he got shot in the black arm again because the final collateral was what killed him the damage model probably goes 
into the arm, no health left, remaining damage, multiplied by 0.7. Right, apply spillover. Apply to head, apply to thorax. Oh, he's dead. And it never got mm. to the leg because it applies, you know, or operations. But it never got yeah. there. Yeah, because of the order of operations, you could in theory have that just because of the, you know, it didn't, it didn't need to calculate anymore because you were already dead. So that was potentially mm. one of them. I was just like, oh my God, it gets, it gets into such a crazy zone though. You're like trying to work it out from the end of rage screen. Like you're watching frame by frame the PMC dying. Yeah. And you see, so you get some, some idea of what might have happened. And then you're looking at the post-raid screen and you're just like, what? Like there's one of them where Val gets shot in the, there's actually a different clip where he gets shot in the left arm in customs dorms with M80 and his arm doesn't get blacked. And I don't understand how that happens. Like the arm only has what? 60 health. Surely it hit something. That might be, is that like a interthorax fragment like ping off? Or like a window seal or like a, like it had to hit something. I don't know, man. It must That's be really a, yeah, it must be like an armor fragment thing, or like I don't think it fragments when it hits armor. I don't know, dude. Yeah, maybe it's through yeah. a window or through a, through a <laughs> metal like foil or something. I feel like they got too many things going on here that are like oh, half... so you just can't, and you can't read. It's like it's like trying to read the tea leaves, you know, after the raids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. But anyway, so I mean, there's not really anything conclusive other than I forgot that you can take double damage to your arms, and you absolutely can. And it was funny, Airwing actually him specifically commented on saying that doing the canted thing now is actually like a bad thing. Like you, you exponentially increase yeah. the amount of like double Damage hits you take by doing now. the canted thing because you can get shot twice way more easily. It's quite funny. New meta, blind fire everywhere overhead. Yeah. Protect yeah. the arms. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, th does that mean that blunt damage needs to be changed? Does that mean that. They should change arm damage spillover to do, or spillover in general. Do they need to change uh, the the bullet double pinning? Should it only pin go revert back to the old days? Or you can only go through once. Yeah, I mean, what what's my what's my takeaway? I think blunt damage in and of itself as a mechanic, I think it's okay. I think collateral damage as a mechanic, as it stands, is okay. I think. Removing like double penning completely, it would stop people being able to shoot through multiple people and get like collateral kills, which would be a shame. So, I feel that a good middle ground would be something along the lines of once a bullet has pen or has hit a, a limb, it can't be hit again. It'd be a simple, even if it so even if it hits the arm a second time, it doesn't do anything, right. Maybe something along those lines. It's not not realistic, but it stops this weird mm -hmm. this weirdness from happening, or or at least the damage gets decreased fairly significantly if it goes through a limb. Um, it would need some huge damage, like nerf, because it seems like that's not really being applied. So I think maybe that's the problem. Basically, the, the arm damage is just way too much. It's way, it's way too much, and it's way too inconsistent. And I'm I'm almost getting to the point now where I just feel that like I just almost feel like fragmentation should just be taken out of the game. I don't know. It's just yeah. too random. It's like, and especially now that it's yeah, completely, it was okay when it was one and a half times. We knew what the percentages were, but like now it just seems like really, really weird. I mean, I like. No one the... knows what it is. No one knows how it works. It's yeah. just like crazy. And then I... it's like, it's like, and then like, how are we supposed to give? You know, we say like, oh well, how should the system be changed? It's just like, right. I don't know, how are we supposed to know bugs? if it's bugged? Right. It's like you need you need some type of feedback. 
yeah, either things screen. become more detailed or take some of the mechanics out so it's not so random. Yeah. Like we already have like pen randomness and all sorts of other stuff. You know, Tarkov's random enough. It doesn't, doesn't need fragmentation. Like, yeah. I mean, I kind of like the idea. Like you get like a critical role. Like that's kind of, I kind of wish that's how they did the, the leg meta ammo is like it, it's essentially, you know, 68 damage, but it has like a really high chance to crit. But it can't, like, even if you crit on armor, it's not going to do anything because it has, like, one pin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, exactly. That, that, but then that makes it less inconsistent, but that's kind of what, I don't know. Yeah, it's, sure. yeah. I honestly think, um, I'd be interested to see if you could one-tap someone in the, let's say they're wearing a class 4, and you grab a Mosin with BT, can you shoot them in the arm and then in the, like, hit them in the arm and the chest? Because it should, you should be able to do that. You should be able to one tap them, right? In theory, arm thorax. Because it the mm. it will pin the class four, but it won't. Like normally, if you shoot them in the chest, right, it will pin mm. the the class four, and it should deal like I don't know around eighty. No, 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 it can't be that high. Uh, um. 77 damage maybe something like that uh 76 but can you hit him in the arm which would be enough to spill over to do a little bit of damage like i wonder what if you if you could set that up where's my file i need to open this because i literally did a video about this and i can't remember what i said i'm like the worst person oh what did i say exactly about this it's about with, with fragmentation, you definitely can. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I, I vaguely remember this. Was it about them? It had to be about SMB think, or something. I think it's only PS12B. Uh, and only against class 4. Interesting. But can't you normally one shot with PS12B on class 4 and the chest? Actually, that's true. <laughs> Looking for an extreme niche here. That's true, yeah, because you already... Yeah. It's got to be like M80 or... So like... Oh, 762RBT. You need, you need a, like around 40 pin, but you also need like around 80 damage, I would imagine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The only other ones that do it are potentially things like... Um, but again, they want to have too. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything that's like enough of the threshold because they took all of the stuff down below 85. So it's like shooting the arm, it's, it doesn't do enough. The spillover is not enough. Like you need quite a lot of damage. I remember mm. actually, be, now it's coming back to me now. I made this video quite a while ago. It's coming back to me now because I actually made a little formula for it just like um, to calculate it. And it was actually, you need the damage to be quite high because you have to, like 60 is the arm threshold, right? So you ha it's the percentage of the thorax without the arm and whatever's applied above 60 so if you go up to 100 then it makes sense but down at about 80 you've only got 20 splash that's the problem and like you know you've got 440 total normally on your health and you take away 60 of that because the arm's gone away so it's 380 so 85 divided by 380 that's it's 22.4 or whatever so if you've only got 20 damage spilling over then it's only four damage on the thorax so it's it's not like in most cases yeah. it's just not enough yeah okay in most cases it's just not enough is the issue 
Like I don't know, there's not really any clear case where it works. The only the only case where I could find that it actually worked by look, looking back at this on something that doesn't automatically kill was Lapua three three eight FMJ against a class five at hundred meters. Hmm. That's the one place where it works because the damage mitigation is enough that the class five will absorb enough of it. But if you hit them in the arm first, then they will die. If it goes interesting, but that was, but that was with that was with like that was actually, actually hang on a second. This was with two. That was with two separate shots though. Now I'm now I'm remembering that was with two oh, separate okay. shots. But that's kind of what we're talking about. It's sort of the same thing. It's analogous. Yeah. It's very similar. It's similar, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It's very niche. Yeah. Overall, though, I I just personally like the idea of armor. You know, feeling good about bringing in expensive armor i mean there's a there's obviously a balance there and maybe with the new armor rework and hit zones and the different plates you could put in maybe that will improve although i suspect not and probably will get worse but uh as far as you dying more often to damage in general but i don't know maybe it's a maybe it's fine I just want to get to the bottom of what's happening, but I don't have the answer now, so we shall see. Maybe next week I'll have a fantastic update and I'll understand everything. <laughs> I've cracked the code. The, the Tarkov yeah. Matrix code. Yeah. Alright. Anything else, Gigo? No, I think that's it for me. I think that's it for me. I don't know whether I can take any more sniping on Tarkov this, this coming week, I'm not sure, but I might use the MP5SD a bit more and see how it fares. Because the little little old headshot laser beamer was treating me quite well so far, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's it for me. I think. All right, and with that, we're signing off. Everyone, take care, and we'll see you next week. Catch you later.